and welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. I'm Benno. And I'm Matty. And just uh, me and Matty at the minute. Um, Gareth has uh, called in. He's, uh, he's been pulled away by, uh, by a work thing. Obviously, uh, JP's still away. Uh, we've got a special guest joining us uh, in a second uh, for the audio listeners. But yeah, Matty, you've, uh, you've succeeded in knocking off all the other <laughs> Grapple hosts no. until, you know, Joe mysteriously disappeared. JP's no, gone to Turkey, quote unquote. Gareth's being pulled away to work. Mate, your uh, your takeover is real. The bit is, is this Grapple Spotlight anymore? Is it just the business? Is this a special episode of the business? No, it's not fair. You know, you know me respect for them will never die, Benno. You know that, don't you? But <laughs> JP, J, JP living it up in Turkey, though, Ben. That picture, unbelievable. Mm. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's man. out of the town, it's like oh, people haven't yeah. seen it. There will be a photo in the uh, in the show images of uh, of JP living up. He might never come back. He did threaten it. Uh, <laughs> it just, that sounds like a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the time he's been away, I've managed to break the RSS feed on the Patreon. I'm still trying to fix that uh, this evening. Gareth uh, abandoned us. You know, it's it's down to me and you to uh, to save the ship uh, and do uh, spotlight in the business style. But to bring a degree of professionalism to oh yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we, without me. Me and you here, things would be on fire, but we've uh, we've drafted in uh, one of the big guns to uh, to join us for a little bit tonight. It's the uh, my uh, I'd say current, still current co-host of the British Wrestling Experience for another week. <laughs> well, I suppose it's carrying on past now. Anyway, BWE lives forever. It's the one and only Martin Bushby. Hi, Martin. Hey, guys, how's it going? I don't know about big gun, maybe little gun, but uh, yeah, great to, <laughs> great to come on here. I was just telling you off air, I've just got off the uh, emotional roller coaster that was the uh, series finale of Stranger Things, and then I'm straight into this with you guys. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Oh, no worries, mate. Always uh, always a pleasure to chat. Like, you'll be, you'll be sick of me by the end of the week. We were just saying on the uh, on the pre-show that we've uh, decided to do a 24-hour stream this weekend on the hottest week of the year in the country. I don't, don't see anything going wrong with that. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> I think I kind of forgot how hot it was last year, and I think it's going to be even hotter, isn't it? I, do, I definitely remember peeling myself from this very chair I'm sat in now last year, so God knows what it's going to look like once I've... I think I'll need to buy a new chair after this weekend. I mean, 24 hours, what were we thinking? I mean, two months ago, when we sort of announced it, or whenever we did, I was like, oh, well, yeah, a bit blasé about it. And the more I've been listening to things and people going... Oh yeah, Martin and Benno are doing this twenty-four hour thing, and everyone's like, "What? Oh my god, how are they going to get through that?" So yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting a bit nervous now as it's uh, getting to the uh, to to mm. the actual day itself. Boys, can I, I just saying... ask you before you go into it, Ben mm. and, and Martin? Have you got any like tactics or plans like put down to how you're going to survive the twenty-four hours? Like, uh, just load it up with people who can talk, like yourself, mate. Right, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan. <laughs> Your fridge is going to be full of what iced coffees, Red Bulls, and crisp. That's what's going to be your fridge, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> You're going to be able to bring them to me downstairs. You know, I'm hoping you're uh, you're going to give us a a knock and help us out, mate. Because it's going to oh, we'll do, Ben. Of course, come and do uh, your section. Uh, you know, live in a uh, from my uh, from a flat. Maybe that can be the plan. But yeah, I think what it was was last year. Like we got. Neil Martin did it, and like you know, we got to those end of those twelve hours, didn't we? And we were like, oh yeah, we could we could we could go longer. I was talking to Steph about it before, like the other day. I was like, yeah, you know, we at the end of the twelve hours, we were kind of like, oh, we could have gone longer. We could have done twenty four. She was like, right, but I don't, I don't think, I think you're underestimating. Like you're not just doing more; you're doing another twelve hours. You do everything. Four hours, boys. <laughs> doing that again. <laughs> 
So everyone's filling me with confidence here. I'm feeling uh, feeling good about it. I don't know. I think if anyone could do it, it's me and you, man. We can we can pull it off. We can have, we can oh, have yeah, and, and, in the middle, you know. Get Will on for yeah, an hour. Exactly. And we've got about 30 guests to help us out, so I think we'll be all right. It's funny, this past Saturday, I think I went to bed at midnight, and I was like, oh, this will be uh, halfway through next uh, Halfway? <laughs> I was just glad you didn't set it at, like, 7 in the morning or something, because, like, mm. I know you're an early bird, unlike me. Like, I, I mean, I barely got up at 10 for work. But, like, you're uh, you're, you're wired like that. I was like, oh, I bet you Martin will, like, do it as a sailor. Maybe we'll do it, like, 7 till like seven seven in the morning the next day i wouldn't have survived 12 till 12 i don't know it's not that much off like my usual sleep pattern i think i can make it work yeah well i what's annoying is that um i was gonna book the monday off work but they only allow one person off at a time in my department and someone's already fucking booked the monday off and i was like oh can you swap it or whatever mate and he's like now i'm going to turkey everyone's going to turkey apparently you know he's probably joining jp on this soiree that he's on yeah and he was like oh i can't have a i'm booked to go to turkey so yeah i'll be uh yeah i, I don't even know what i'm gonna do on the sunday maybe get a few hours and then go to bed at a normal time i don't know but um it's like say it's all for a good cause we, yeah. we you know it's gonna be and i challenge everyone you know stay up with me and benno stay up the full fucking 24 hours you know and stick it out with us because um yeah it's gonna be funny because we'll be tempted to open a couple of beers when we have like you know um matty and guys like that on but you know i think that'll make it 10 times worse <laughs> Try and hold off, get that to tip that off the yeah. ale for as long as you can, if you can, yeah. like. Well. I don't know, a couple of half hours sleep here, half hours sleep there. I, power I, I, naps. I think we'll survive. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll do it. A couple of power naps in there, yeah. yeah. I'd be worried, though, because it's all coming from my end that, they, you know, I'd go for, like, a power nap or something and the uh, stream would go down or whatever. <laughs> That's usually <laughs> yeah. yeah. behind you there in the back or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Get some snoring on her on the, on the record, yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I think it, it feels daunting, but like you said, we've got all that help, haven't we? got, like, you put the video out the, uh, you know, the other day and just, like, Great the video list that. of people joining in like it's it's unbelievable like the guest list was boss last time but like yeah dub twice as good this time i'd say Martin. oh yeah definitely i mean we've got tons of people i mean obviously like you said the video is on twitter we've got loads of people you know obviously waiting from post wrestling brandon thurston i'm sure you're excited to talk to him benno because that's all you know stats and everything like that yeah, obviously yeah, Will oh, yeah. Coolin. We're bringing back the transfer window. Jordan Goodman, Andrew Thompson, Nate Milton. Yeah, I mean, it can go on and on and on. We've got tons. And then uh, poor old JP, fresh off his holidays. Uh, <laughs> what did he say? He's, he's flying back at two o'clock in the morning. I messaged him before I went. And I was like, mate, you literally don't have to do it. If you don't. I understand if you don't want to do it. And he was like, no, no, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there, Martin. Yeah, exactly. So he's coming on at 11 o'clock. He'll be the last guest on there. So uh, God God knows. I mean, I listened back to the last hour that we did last time. And I know we'd had, uh, I think I'd had a couple of beers by that point, but I'm fucking incoherent. And that's <laughs> 12 hours in. So God, God knows what we're going to be like. It's going to be that half hour, boys, of hmm. just nonstop laughing, isn't he, at anything? There's going to be that like constant half oh, hour yeah. where it's just gone. Love it. Just lost our minds. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Love it. <laughs> anyone, anyone I've spoken to about it, like I know that like, I've seen like there's a fancy football podcast I follow, like Planet FPL. I haven't asked their advice yet, but I saw they did a 24-hour one and I did see after it, they were like, we're never doing that again. Nobody, nobody ever tell us to do it again. It's like it felt, <laughs> it looked like it was traumatic. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I just I feel it too. We're going to be all right. We'll get into the home stretch. We'll have you on, Marty. We got J- we got JP coming on fresh off his uh, off his holidays. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. Um, we'll make it through. But no, I'll have to uh, that that pit that picture of JP you mentioned before. Like, oh. doesn't it look like he'd been he'd been in Turkey like less than six hours? And he looks refreshed already. We'll be back. Oh, he looks like I just did a new match. Yeah, just reborn. (laughs) One day of that podcasting. And he's like regenerated. He's like, how happy is he though? How happy? Yeah. (laughs) So the goal is we get JP back and we get him back into podcast mode the second he's back. I just said, you just let him talk for the last hour, boys, and just get your last little power nap in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You can talk about the stories you read in Chat Magazine. Yeah. I didn't uh, realize yeah, they still produce those. I didn't realize they still produce those magazines until I saw JP. One, I, I can't was believe like, well, they still going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can imagine you being a big fan of them, Matty Gossip Max. Oh, oh, I. You know when Hello was the thing back in like the waggy and a footy. Oh mate, yeah, I was mm. all over it. Bad, bad behavior. Looking back, like I'm not gonna lie on that. <laughs> we all make mistakes. It's the type of thing where like I'll go in the break room and work, and they'll still turn up every now and then. And it'll be like, you know, my my weight loss horror, you know. No, but these hell are real, they don't be the like they've always been the, the fake ones per se. They've are always they I, I thought they'd well gone. Hello and that are like real like celebrity type gossip, isn't it? That's more like what you're saying, like just made up stuff, like you're getting like, I don't know, just them shoot celebrity them. magazines and there's work celebrity magazines. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Pure like, hello and okay, Ben. Or like you'd have like Beckham on the front, or whoever the hottest footy player was at the time with the wife getting married. That's all like mm. legit. And you've got the work stuff like chat, and that's me and take a break and all that. That's all phony. Yeah, purely. I didn't honestly do as a wrestling fan. I should just assume everything's a work, shouldn't I? I don't know. I just no, there's, there's I assume like. Stuff, ben. Okay, all right, fair. Yeah, right. I think when so like take a break and that where it's like, oh, I found an alligator in my bathroom and that exactly. Sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, uh, down at the Hillsborough Emporium, there's like a news agents, and it's literally the last time I went in there. That's all it is now. There's no magazines that you know anyone would want to buy other than JP. Clearly, you know, it's all like we chat and take a break and stuff like that. I'm sure, yeah, they had some wild like National Enquirer type headlines yeah. on the front of there. I was like, wow, this is what the eighty uh, year old women of Hillsborough are reading. Clearly. Yeah, this is a this is new ground for me. Didn't realize. I just uh, yeah. I don't know. I, it's like we the day I found out Jerry Springer was there. Time, you know, lad. <laughs> it's great. I love it. You know, <laughs> the, the moment the moment I realized Jerry Springer was awake was when like I can't remember who it was, but you'd see wrestlers on it, and like then I was like, oh okay. <laughs> like I was always it wasn't suspicious. a work of first, Beno. It wasn't a work of first Springer. No, and then it got into it. Then it turned into a work. It it worked itself into a work, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when you work away, Max, or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, you could actually believe when you were seeing like Americans marrying horses, you were like, actually, that's not actually yeah, the yeah, name of the impossibility that you know someone would actually do that in America. But yeah, it's when they got a, a bit too crazy, didn't they? You know, when literally a the fight break out after about ten yeah. seconds of them being yeah, on that's when like, it, oh. attitude either. That's when it went like a like a, a work attitude either. Definitely but early spring is real, Daniel. Okay, well, fair enough. Okay, I've, I've learned something. Learned multiple things here about the work. About work. Anything, <laughs> anything else you want to tell me? Some work is boxing real. 
<laughs> Are you messing? Of course, it's awake. If it's all awake, you know? <laughs> I don't know which direction you were going to go there. <laughs> that's got to be that's got to be a Patreon review at one point, and it's sort of like remember them tapes, the wildest ge- episodes of Jerry Springer or something. That's got to be a yeah, Patreon yeah, review. Two off the TV, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, 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 that was yeah. it. Yeah. About twelve <laughs> volumes of it, all available yeah. in Woolworths. Oh, they sold like hotcakes then, Martin, back in the day. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah, Sean says here a lot of uh, you know people having affairs with uh, with ghosts was a was a was a common one. Murdered by yeah. a Big Mac, you know. I don't the remember the ghost one. <laughs> Is that a different type of magazine? They were marrying ghosts and everything, weren't they? Hmm. I'm sure they were. Everything, everything got done on Springer Ben. Come on. Oh, yeah, Sean asked. I just missed that. He said, uh, is there going to be an FPL portion of uh, our live broadcast? We haven't... Maybe we'll... Uh, I was going to say, it's not. It's, we're still a while away from, from launch week. I have got a potential, and I'll be messaging about that, Sean, um, possible uh, fantasy football-related content uh, coming soon. But I don't know, yeah. If it all gets a bit wild, I was thinking this during Martin. You know, we can... You know, I can load up the FPL team. We can talk about that. We can load up... The G1 will be running. While we're there, you know, we could uh, we could load that up. We could uh, you know do a watch along to that. We'll we'll find ways to uh, to fill fill the gaps. I think. Bloody hell, you wanted someone to send us to sleep. Think this year's G one would end up doing that, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it. Listen to us. Don't watch the G one. There you go. I'm sure <laughs> you'll be fine. You two professional professionals here, Ben. You know what I mean? I'm sure you'll be like, honestly, you've you said this about my live performance at Walkabout, so I don't know whether it's a. Oh, Ben, that was what, up, up close. That's what I mean. That's where I coined it. Up close when I seen it. You know what I mean? Seeing it in action, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that coin off it as well. What the hell? <laughs> Couldn't believe Which it, man. Uh, but no, it's gonna be fun, it's, all, it's all for a good cause though isn't it you know what i mean yeah. we're all doing it for the children's art surgery fund you know and they're gonna you know there's all the information's up on the just giving page there'll be links everywhere and you know it's really good to see that people have uh been donating already we've already raised like um over a quarter of 32 percent of the target i mean obviously we're hoping to smash through the target and raise more than that just set the target so it's something to uh aim for early on in the day but yeah thanks so much to everyone that's donated already and stuff you know and so it's uh yeah all for a good cause you know as much as we're sort of like complaining about how much i mean i thought we had it odd my brother-in-law did this fucking thing called an iron man on sunday which was like a 2.5 mile swim or some an 112 mile bike ride and then a, a marathon at the end and i'm like one of those things is enough. Why the fuck are you doing all three in one day? You know, you absolute maniac. But yeah, yeah, you managed to get through that. So if he can do that, then we can talk for 24 hours in the comfort of our own homes. He so, doesn't know uh, the yeah. pain. He doesn't, he doesn't understand the torture we go through. Martin, we, we hosted the Brit Res podcast for, you know, almost six <laughs> years. You longer than that. Like, <laughs> that's punishment enough. I'm, you know what we do? We like to complain about it. You know, that, that just, that's what gets us through. It's it, the British way, isn't it? It's what I always yeah. tell everyone. It's the British way, isn't it? We love, to, uh, we love to complain about it. But, yeah, like I said, I just yeah. hope everyone can sort of, like, listen along. That's why, obviously, it's going to be a mixer. It's not like there's no video element, so you can just, you know, go about your day, listen to it on your headphones and you know, do whatever. If it's a nice day, you know, hang out in the garden. I think Grapple Gareth last year, weren't he? He was sending us pictures out in his garden, fucking drinking beers on the beach and that going, oh, great going, lads. And we're like, yeah, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm expecting that wind up from you as well, Matthew. But no, we've got it. Uh, we have got you joining us, Matt. So you'll be uh, you'll be jumping on for the uh, for the big oh. transfer window. We've got a, a hell of a, a lineup for that. Seems right up your street, mate. Honestly, mate. When when I got the rules explained, as I say, I've just been like, I can't wait for this. Like genuinely can't wait to to do this. It's gonna be so much fun, and it could get serious, Ben. <laughs> it could get deadly serious. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, my picks are gone, but as you say, you can plan for this a bit, yeah, and then early doors, mm. your roster could just be gone, couldn't it? Mm. In your head. Well, that's the thing about it. It's like we've done it. A few, we've done it a couple of times now. The first time we did it, we did like it as a Euro transfer window, which it'd be no good for you, mate. Um, you'd have hated that. <laughs> but like you know, we can't. Well, the three wrestlers probably, but they knew the names. Yeah. You know what about it? You don't know more. You don't know more than you'd, you'd admit to these days. I will say. Um, yeah. But you know, you. But last time, obviously, it was it was it was great, and you kind of we opened it up to the whole world, and you think, oh. That the whole world now. This is going to be easy, yeah. and then like six rounds or seven rounds. The six of us, going. isn't he? That's it. And well, you know what I loved as well, Ben. Man. Tell Martin as well. It's like the paper. Is it like the pay per view and that? Is that what you create and you're where it's from and stuff? I love anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was probably yeah. Cheddar yeah, you that. yeah, yeah. Way King did a brilliant one last time, didn't he? Didn't he have like John Cena, uh, uh, John Cena against Nick Gage, and then uh, Chris Jericho against Bad Bunny, and a loser never makes music ever again. I mean, he came up with some doozies. Didn't that's he, the time. thing I've got to aspire to get that match because that is unbelievable. That is such a good yeah. stipulation. Honestly, it's great. Yeah, like I say, that's going to be a big part of it, and yeah, loads of it, loads of other stuff going on, Matt. Like you said before, loads of other guests. Yeah, pretty much got the. I mean, we're opening up with the Ongdon boys. We're going to be doing uh, sort of like the last episode of BWE proper sort of thing going through. I mean, uh, I was with them yesterday at the uh, Red Pro show in Sheffield, so I'll be reviewing that and then chatting a bunch of other stuff. And then going down memory lane with them, I was going to like, you know, have a game of sort of like worst venues they've been to, best venues they've been to, you know, and best shows they've been to. Because I mean, they, I mean, they used to do like 50, 60 show years, don't they? So I imagine they've got some. Uh, some great stories about sort of like wrestling shows we've been to, but yeah, um, yeah. So they're coming on with us at twelve, and then, uh, like I said before, JP's ending it um, at eleven till twelve. So yeah, this Saturday going to be on Mixlar. All the uh, links are going to be up there for the how to donate and you know how to listen along and things like that. Yeah, so just everyone, everyone join us. It's going to be uh, a lot of fun, more fun listening to it than I think uh, doing it, Venno. But yeah, it's going to be all for a good cause. And uh, yeah, got tons and tons of fun guests and that transfer window is just going to be, <laughs> we've earmarked two hours for that. So yeah, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be hilarious doing that one. I think there's going to be uh, many arguments over uh, oh, over the wait. picks there. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm really, really intrigued to see who Gareth's going to pick first because you can kind of guess who a lot of us are going to pick first. But yeah, Gareth's one who he could go either way, couldn't he? Definitely, definitely. So yeah, we'll see. I'm looking forward to that. Look forward to uh, you know a lot of our, our guests we got there. You know, we were talking today of some plans we got for the uh, the section we got with uh, with Andrew Rich, which might go five hours if I uh, I get my own way on uh, on that bit. But yeah, plenty uh, plenty there uh, coming up. But yeah, I was going to say, Martin, before we uh, before we we let you go, obviously we'll throw the links in the uh, in the uh, episode description, uh, both for the uh, the just given and uh, and for the live stream as well. Um, yeah, you know, any any thoughts on anything else we're going to talk about today? We threw uh, open uh, open questions out to the uh, the patrons. Then, if you uh, you had any yourself, or do you want to stick around do the uh, the impact review with us, PWG? Um, stick around, uh, no, well, PWG maybe, but uh, yeah, not much, not so much impact these days. Although, obviously, listening to your guys' reviews, it's definitely something I should be checking out. I guess. But um, I've got a question. Obviously, you top fives and stuff like that. Um, 
But I don't know if you'll be that intrigued by this one, Matty. I don't know how much daytime TV you watch, but if you had to go on, um, there's so many quiz shows now, like five o'clock, yeah. three o'clock and that. If you could go on any of the quiz shows, which would you go on? I mean, you could go on The Chase. The money's high, isn't it? Well, then you'd have to be the stuck loaded. You, you might end up with a load of dickheads. Pointless. The money's not so great. But, you know, you, yeah. you're with someone that you pick yourself. You know, there's that one with where it's like a 2P machine where uh, the guy who owns no, the guy. Sports, point, like, no, Tiffin Point. No, Martin. Yeah, that's the worst point, yeah. one. That's the worst one in the world. I, I, like, as I say, before when I looked after me mum, Matt, that's all I had on was the daytime telly. So I know, unless they've changed now, but I know the chase is still going. I know Tiffin Point. But you know what I really like? Tenable. You know, Warwick Davis, where you've got to get yeah, like the Yeah, yeah, I like that end. one, yeah. Yeah, you've got to get like, and there's a board game called Tension, which is basically a rip-off of it. And I've got a few of them there. So I like that one. But the chase, I would love to go on though. I'd love, as you say, you'd end up with some right DVs at the end probably, but... You'd yeah, you'd, to... you'd go, you'd go high, and then someone would take minus five after you've won. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. You'd have that to, happen, yeah. you'd be wanting to get like not the beast, but at the same time you'd want him because if you beat him, you felt like you'd accomplish something because he's the one to beat his knee on the chase. Like, unless he, is he still on it? Because I've heard rumors well, is yeah, like a six chaser now. Oh, yeah, it's some uh, guy from Northern Ireland, yeah. So you'd, you'd okay. either want him or, like, Jenny Ryan or something like that. Um, but, yeah. yeah, no no love for Pointless, then. No, uh, no, uh, no Pointless, I, I used to like... The prices, never... they're quite low on that, aren't they? Yeah, it was never big on it, but it did... I, you know what the best of all time is, though, boys? And this this is... You know, remember the National Lottery used to be on the telly? Do you remember Who Dares Wins with Nick Knowles? I remember that, yeah. Oh, no. that's the best one, man. Basically, it'd be like a topic, let's just say, WWE superstars, right? And you'd have to, like, there'd be 15 steps. So after, it'd be like wrestlers to win the world title, say. So you'd get to five, and it'd be like 10 grand. Then you get to 10, and it'd be 25. Then 50, if you name 15 of the topic, you get like 50 grand or under grand, whatever it was. Unbelievable. Well, you could, and you pick the topic yourself. No, 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 they tell you, do you know what uh, I mean? So, right, so you, you know, you know in, like, name wrestlers or whatever, right? Yeah, so, like, if you got to five, you'd have an option to carry on or take the money. So if you didn't know your, if you didn't know your stuff, you'd just take the money. But you put luck on the on the thing, but what a game show. I used to love that. Well, there you go. I'll have to uh, YouTube it, but, yeah. yeah. Chris mentions in the chat here, that was what I was going to say, the beast, if you beat, if you did beat him, he is a wrestling fan as well, so you could rub that in too. You ever seen you him? up a few show? shows, Benno. A while I was going to say, I've seen him at like, definitely at an impact house show at the MES. Was he the commissioner? Oh, so, I'm sure he's the commissioner of a local NGW, I think he did a couple of shows because he's yeah. Yorkshire based, didn't he? So I think he did some stuff for NGW a while back. But uh, yeah. yeah. Brit Rez never missing an opportunity. Yeah. That's <laughs> Andy does say it though, Martin, before you do go, you know, me and Matty about to get in what we've been watching this week. I mean, any thoughts on, uh, on this week's episode of NXT UK? Uh, did you enjoy it or. Uh... Oh, great. Best episode yet. Yeah. Best episode yet, yeah, Ben. I can't believe we're ending the podcast when NXT UK is going to be Hey, you did go to some wrestling this weekend, though. I was Rev Pro. I was, I was oh, yeah, time. really good. Um, the first half was a bit uh, touch and go. It's like they absolutely rampacked it for um, and sold it out and everything. And then, um, mm. yeah, the pack versus <laughs> most motivated show Rumino has been since he's been in the UK, obviously taking Pack on and everything. And that was a really good match. Yeah. Pack wasn't mm. very happy with uh, Jeff and Andy's uh, many, many songs, though. I, I was loving that, though. And all the crowd were, like, proper getting into it. And that. I, I think mm. the one that stuck in my head was um, 
He's a bastard. He's just a bastard. He's a bastard. That was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the old Dizzy Rascal. Uh, yeah, that was it. That was a good one. Was yeah. playing along, or was he like genuinely upset? I could imagine it to go either way with him. Well, he he, he sort of like he, I think it's just because his character, isn't it? You know, he's like you don't want anyone singing songs about him and stuff like that. So yeah, he like was uh, staring him out, and then he threatened to leave the ring at one point and stuff. So uh, yeah, but uh, the whole crowd was getting into it, and it was like really good seeing him you know, back on the show after he's been on AW so long as well. And then Aussie Open and uh, Destination Everywhere, no surprise, they had a fucking banger of a match as well. But yeah, the, the first half was a bit uh, touch and go, but the second half was uh, brilliant and the atmosphere was um, was was really good for the second half as well. But um, yeah, it was pretty dead for the for the first. But yeah, I'd, I'd definitely recommend watching the Pack and Shelter match. I mean, might be live bias, but I really enjoyed it. So, yep. What's that venue like? I've heard like people saying it's like a place they should come back to. What, what's it called? Um, it used to be called Plug, and then I think someone bought it out, and it's called Network now. But yeah, it's a pretty good. Um, it's more known for like having sort of like famous DJs on and stuff, you know, because obviously there's a big student population, so they try and get into that. But yeah, it's. I think um, what they call what culture used to run there as well, and um, Defiant. So yeah, it's pretty pretty good venue. Obviously, you know, they've already got the stage and everything. That's why nightclubs are so brilliant for wrestling, aren't they? Because they've already got the built-in sound system and and everything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it'll be it'll be hard to edit any of them off that off dark because there were so fucking many of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so I was asking here. Will it be? That's the thing. The Ogdens might be making their AEW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would absolutely love that for them to uh, to make it. There you go, lads done well. Um, but no, I was good to not make it. Hopefully, be at that uh, that Manchester one in um, mm. in a couple of weeks. It sounds like they were doing like yeah, a lot of setup for that packs on that. So I don't know. Who, don't know who we'll end up facing, but hopefully. Yeah, yeah, some, some the 23rd, that in it, Ben. I even seen that myself. Mm. Mm, that's right. Get you to a Brit Mitchell, Massey. What do you if, if, if the fame's going, Ben, of course. We're going to TNT in a few weeks, aren't we? We're like, we're, it looks like it's like they're doing um, well, they, they put they did like a video, didn't they, where it's like promoting yeah. like a basically an ultimate X match. Like, I feel like I. I feel like an ultimate X match in the UK is like is something you got to go to. I think we're, I think we're, 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 we've already got our tickets to reserve for that one, haven't we? We're after uh, yeah, after make the trip. We might just get there and it's just a pile of metal. It's not actually yeah. been set up for an ultimate X. <laughs> it's intrigue, it though, it good, It's the intrigue. It's like, what are we going to walk into here? Either way, it'll be uh, memorable. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I think for Manchester, they've got Velocities against Aussie Open. Um, I thought they might save that for the 10th anniversary show, but obviously that's. I mean, just I mean that's one of the best matches of the year so far, isn't it? So I mean, if they can, uh, you know, make lightning strike three times or whatever, then you're in for you know a hell of a show, even with just that one match. Yeah, it's the best possible match they could um, they could put on like a a big show like that. So mm. yeah, looking forward to uh, to making it uh, it out there myself. But yeah, unless uh, anything else, Martin, you've got uh, any uh, any strong views on anything you want to uh, throw before you go? No, mate. Anything just uh, yeah, everyone. Everyone check out us on Saturday, uh, twelve till twelve. You know, and uh, yeah, donate as much money as you can. Even if you can't, um, if even if you can't listen along, you know, or any donation, you know, my my whole small or big or whatever is greatly appreciated. So yeah, can't <laughs> got a few more days yet to prep for this thing. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll see you on I'll see you both on Saturday, lads. Yep, can't wait, Martin mate. Can't wait. Nice one, mate. Thanks, Cheers, guys. See you later. Ta-da, Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Thanks one to uh, to Martin for uh, for joining us there for uh, a little bit. But yeah, before we crack on, uh, Matty, obviously we're going to get into a little bit of, of what we've been watching. I think it will probably blow through. It'll be a pretty uh, pretty quick one uh, as far as that's concerned. Obviously, there's a little 
couple of news notes we want to talk about before we uh, we did throw it out to the uh, to the patrons uh, for some questions as well to make this a bit of a, a business slash uh, spotlight uh, crossover. But yeah, just a reminder, obviously those uh, patrons who've uh, who've sent those questions in, um, or patrons at patreon.com slash grapple over there this week. Uh, we've got loads of stuff uh, planned. We managed to, uh, you know, tied before JP was off, you know, having like, you know, little fish like bite into his feet and, you know, getting uh, getting all things lathered on his, uh, on his body in the uh, in the poshest of, uh, of Turkish resorts. We we did tie him down and we have recorded quite a few things um, to go out in the uh, in the interim period. Obviously, last week was a, was a big one. We were just talking about it off air, weren't we? The, uh, the Hart Foundation versus uh, Steve Austin. Uh, show that we did. Uh, we, thanks to uh, Simon, one of our, our kings of the mountain, over on the uh, the Patreon for for that. But obviously, yeah, the another uh, big one coming up, and we want to give it the uh, the big old plug. If you are missing uh, JP and Gareth, we did uh, manage to get uh, something in the uh, in the can last week. We've been promising it for a while. Our AEW uh, six month in review um, is going live on the Patreon uh, this week. So yeah, but patrons can uh, can look forward to that. I think we uh, we nailed a lot of uh, bits of that subject that maybe uh, people might not expect. You know, we went into the, the book. And we went into you know the title reigns, Hangman Page specifically. Talk some of the numbers, uh, your favorite, Matty, in the uh, in the tail end of that. But no, Gareth brought some genuinely very interesting stats to it as well. You know, looking at like you know not just TV ratings and, and pay per view buy rates, just the, you know on a week to week basis, but looking at the patterns, you know, uh, over the year, over the, the last couple of years, and uh, how those are looking. You know, match ratings, that type of thing as well. It was yeah, we pretty much uh, covered the uh, the length and breadth of uh, of AW over this last. I was gonna it sounds like you covered it all day, Ben. Sounds uh, does sound interesting, that. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, we had the boss time doing it. So yeah, people should uh, definitely check that out. Like I say, if you're if you're missing uh, Gareth or uh, or Stato on the uh, on the podcast and the like, I think it's a uh, it's a uh, good a time as any to uh, you know spend that uh, that five fifty and get that on Patreon. And the other thing that's uh, that's going to be uh, going up next week as well, we record our latest episode of uh, Observe This, which is uh, me and uh, me and JP going through uh, an episode of the uh, Observer. Uh, in time, um, and we tend to look at the main story and then look at the little offshoots. And the offshoots are always like the most exciting thing. It'll be like, what the fuck is Sabu doing in that company? Or like, why yeah. is like this person's name covered up? Like, <laughs> why has Jeff Gaylord been like brought up 400 times in this episode? <laughs> Uh, the uh, issue with the uh, the newsletter or what's going on, pure. Did you ever rang Melt that week? In it, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot of get a oh, plug. There are bits you read where it's like, okay, well, Conan sent him that. Uh, Jim Cornette sent him that. That's clearly yeah. Jim Ross. That's clearly Paul Heyman. Like you can yeah. see Melt's sources. Like the people think they're uh, that out in the open these days. They're uh, the black and white and some of those uh, back issues. But yeah, the one me and uh, me and JP happened to cover and. Yeah, I think people can uh, can look forward to and can definitely see the tie-in. Um, it was it was July 1994, mate, um, and the uh, the heading of the Observer and the Torch was not guilty um, related to one Vince McMahon and the uh, the stereotype. Yes, uh, twenty uh, only only the twenty eight uh, years ago, um, Vince McMahon found himself um, in a courtroom. Um, as did uh, did Titan uh, in general, and was uh, was found uh, not guilty. I mean, not to that's to shed too much light in it, but it was you know it was wild reading it. You know, reading like testimony from you know all kinds. Nails was uh, no, that's was one. Ben, I'm gonna listen yeah, and yeah. be so intrigued in this, like because that's one where I can imagine melts to go right in right into it, like definitely. Mm-hmm. Kevin Wackelt, by the way, real names. Yeah, they are in there, Chris. Um, yeah, there was a lot of a <laughs> lot of that. Like, oh, it's just. 
it's an unbelievable period in time to read about because like you read that you read those court transcripts and you like you read like the you know Meltzer's got like word for word you know what people said in court you know we have we to be honest we spent more of the the at least the start of the episode this time looking at the torch just where Keller was doing like loads of like reporting on it like it just picturing it was mad like picturing like in 1994 like the like Meltzer and Keller and quite a few of the other news letter people had all flew out and they were all like yeah, sitting yeah. in the courtroom like live like out there on the east coast just sat, but he thought he was going then didn't he mm. let's be honest he thought he was he was, he was going down like mm. and that brings us to today because yeah, I mean there couldn't be you know a more obvious tie-in could there um, no as to what's happening now and it's like you know me and JP covered the uh you know the the Fresh uh, allegations that are that have came out uh, regarding uh, Vince McMahon and the uh, the twelve million in hush money that he's uh, allegedly uh, paid uh, over the over the years to uh, to cover up um, the sexual misconduct allegations. Like that, me and JP were literally doing the the Grapple Weekend show. We finished. And then, like a minute later, it was our group chat. Like <laughs> the girls and Gary, like through in our chat, like a link to the Vince story. Yeah. I just read it. Well, I think we need to get back on the air and record. So, like me and JP, like you know, completely, you know, fresh to to us. Like literally, yeah. no time to kind of even digest what had happened. Gave our you know our initial kind of gut reaction to it and. You know, now there's been you know a whole you know weekend since then. There's been a SmackDown. There's not been a Raw yet, so we're not totally out the woods yet. You know, as far as like keeping his his head down and isn't appearing on TV. But it wouldn't shock me if he come, if he turns up on Raw tonight and there's people in that audience bowing um, like we had before. But, I don't think he will. I don't. I don't think he will. But like, no, not this time. You know, how could you? You know, after the, these allegations have come out, you know, like I say, twelve million in total. You know, multiple, you know, women here. What one woman who said that he was sent, you know, sending up the photos of himself. Um, I mean, there's, there's particular, you know, allegation there where it's a, it's a former wrestler, you know, and obviously we're yeah. not going to speculate as to as to who that is, but you know that that's out there. I've heard well. speculation though, Ben. I mean, have you ever heard? I know. What, people are gone yeah. yeah, people are gone but it, you know, it's one of them. Because the thing about these is, like, you know, there's the reason this is all coming out as they've all been paid hush money so like i think the people who are like tagging these women in these tweets and going like is it you or you know what's your reaction to this or trying to come like they, they can't reply they can't like if it is no. the person you think it is they can't get involved they can't defend themselves they can't offer any no. kind of like clarity to it like it's just that it's so daft but yeah i mean I think the biggest shock to me, and like maybe it's not a shock to you, is that like over you know over the weekend since we talked about the initial allegations, like I feel like nothing's gonna happen. Like no, I really I do. I, it's at a point now where yeah, this is it, it's mate. It's like mm-hmm. it, it's just such it's wrong on all, on you know across the board, of course. But what is what what is going to happen, Ben? Like, is he unless more? Allegations come out more, like stories get broke. How many is it going to take for something to happen? This is the thing, like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I honestly, I think I thought on Friday, all right, this is him now, he's done. You know, these are yes. specific incidents. Like, I think he, I said this to JP on Friday, like, you know, a one off allegation like this, like, you still, you know, these, these types of allegations, you know, especially with the even limited detail we've had, you know, that 
they're credible. You know, they, they they absolutely are. But people will make the argument, ah, but you know, it's his word against someone else. Like it's like that Jericho thing this week. You know, where, where he's like, oh, you know, like a consenting adults and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fine. Like if, if that's your, if that if that's your view on the world, you know, whatever. But when it's like, you know, we're getting into the multiples here and we're getting like, it's not even just, you know, there are multiple allegations, there are multiple people here who he oh, yeah. thought had enough on him that he was willing to give, like in the millions of dollars, you know, a 1.5 yeah. million payment, a 3 million payment. I think one of them is as much as 6 million. 6 like, million, yeah. You know, yeah. And there's like, you know, there's evidence there, it sounds like, you know, pictures that he that he sent to these people. There's similarities as well, you know, to even stuff, you know, you, you had like the, the Rita Chatterton allegations over the year. Right? Remember that Tannen Salon? Um, allegation that's yes. been out there. Yes. You know, it's not like old wives tales, like, oh, it's gossip, a gossip, a gossip, but all that stuff, you know, w- one allegation, like, whether I agree or not, that's where, you know, you can say, okay, he's going to pretend this isn't happening and move on. That's why I think he's like, going to oh, be quiet now, though, Ben. That's why, because with the more coming out, I think someone's got in his ear, at least, or whatever, because you know what he's like, though, you know, what you hear, he, he probably would want to come out, Ben. But you've probably got mm. people saying, listen, you can't. There's that many, you know, new stories. You just can't do it. So, you know, I think, well, do you think that'll be it, though? You just literally you won't hear off him in that regard. Do you know what I mean? What what else will happen to him, Ben? You know, I keep asking this question, but what else can? What else will, you know? It takes pressure, I think. It'll take genuinely, and I don't think this will happen. The company, TV like, companies. TV companies, the board, because obviously, you know, there's that, mysterious person who you know i can't remember his name now but somebody but hasn't he got more percentage ben than like 40 percent or something is it i don't know the correct number but he's got like basically yeah it would be very hard for them to you know because he's got you know he's got he hasn't got you know a majority of the shares but he's got a majority of the voting power yeah. like as far as traditionally getting them out that's very hard but they're not gonna have the appetite to do it because the thing about it is and i was listening to like Meltzer and alvarez talk about it today like They've got shareholders. They, they're te- the the thing they're most terrified about is that share price going down. And nice. what will make the share price go down? This, as has been proven so far, it'll knock it down a little bit. Yeah. But if Vince McMahon leaves WWE, like you know, me and you might not agree on like the current. Well, I think we generally agree on the current state of WWE, but you know, Vince McMahon's creative output, WWE's creative output over you know yeah. my constant you know thing about oh you know it's not been good for twenty years, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <laughs> You know, wherever we are on that spectrum, I think as wrestling fans, we all see that like there's a lot to be desired. You know, as far as yeah, no, then yeah, you can do. You know, um, you know, was at a point in time, but those those you know the people who've got stuck, Vince McMahon leaves to them. He's he's the he's wrestling. He walks away. That is going to kill that share price, and I that they're 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 bored. If that if they're scared, that's going to happen. Are probably going to take you know morally as morally bankrupt as it is the easier road, which is to not do anything about it. And really, the only way anything happens here, because really there hasn't been you know much media pick up on this. There was a couple of stories over the weekend, but you know we're here on Monday and there's there's not much happening. It would really take like one of the TV partners to get cold feet. It'd take Fox to put pressure on. It'd take USA yeah. to put pressure on. And you know it, it could happen. They could like you know I could picture that. You know he's not gonna step down and fully admit you know what's happened or whatever. But if it was like pitched to him as like oh it's an early retirement. You know what I mean? Stephanie's taking over. You know I'm I've, I've got other business. 
ventures, I'm going to walk away type of thing. Maybe that could happen. But to even get to that point, I think it would take a yeah. lot and it would take pressure. And honestly, I just don't think I don't think it's likely anything's going to happen. No, I don't myself, Ben. And what about the wrestlers, Ben? Like, I know, like, what, do you think if any of them, like, had, you know, said anything or threatened you? Because they must be thinking something, wasn't they? Obviously, you know what I mean? Do you think, or don't no. you think it's just carry on, you know what I mean? Just, you I know. think so. I think, I think that's, I think there might be wrestlers who, like, quietly, you know, aren't happy with it or whatever. They give it, did you see that story Sean Ross Sapporo that like after after Vince came out on SmackDown that first time? Oh yeah, like, they did. Yeah. Stage, you just shouted, Fuck him. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like untouchable billionaire. That's how he sees sees himself as. But you know, you, you go by that, you know, those those Jericho comments, you go by like just wrestling in in general. I just don't think the rest, you know, Simon says here, you know, if the wrestlers refuse to go to work until he goes, I just don't see wrestlers doing that. Because no, I don't. You know, as you said, you probably do think the same as everyone thinks, Ben. But what are they gonna, you know, what I mean? It, I don't know. And this just... is news. Like this is kind of news to us. Like we're looking at it and going, oh, these these new details are coming out and this new report and happening. And I bet you'll be more as well. Like these are these are. The, it seems like I was going to say that. Do you think there's a lot lot more to come out? I think there's like speaking out. You know, there's 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 cases like this where there was non-disclosures and people have gotten money out of them. Like I say, that that one, that that you know that that one that's in the you know the six to eight million range, that one that's like big money. You know, that was an allegation from what 2005, 2006, and then the person came back in 2018, 2018. and got that amount of money out of them. There'll probably be people with historic allegations like that who's, who are probably going to be themselves. You know, maybe maybe looking for that. But there's going to be people who you know haven't you know gone for the money or have been shouted down or have felt like you know this will affect my career too much you know okay yeah, yeah. i'll get yeah, three yeah. mil out of it now but like i won't get invited back for the women's rumble or i won't be able to you know yeah. be like seen as you know don't go in the hall of fame won't be seen as like a wwe legend or whatever there'll be a lot of people like that and i think yeah there probably will be you know names like that that, that come out but the thing about it i think expecting wrestlers to do anything i think is a real mistake because i don't think this is news to most of them like yeah. I think, like so, yeah. you know, you're locker, yeah. locker rooms like that where, like, you know, everyone knows each other. You know, people, you know, are in relationships or whatever, and people are friends and people talk. Everyone will, yeah, you know, there are things that can't get reported. You know, Meltzer said that in his audio. You know, he's like, you know, I knew, and it's like, did you, Dave? Because you didn't tell us. You know, you know, but like, I'm sure he did, though. I'm sure he spoke to people who told them things off the record. And there's probably loads of that. People who got friends of friends who know one of these women or one of the other women who haven't come forward, if you know, if they do exist, of course, but I'm sure to me, I think it's probably likely balanced probabilities they do. I think that's, that's, you know, says everything really. And, you know, all these people have continued to go to work for Vince for years. Do you think, like genuinely, do you think like this is a shock to Stephanie and Shane? Like, do you think they don't know? But that's right, up no. to, do you, think you, mom, you know, yeah. the fact that the mum... You know, lives in. They're not living, you know, what you need. They're not living together, are they, Vince and Trump Tower. She's yeah. off doing politics. You know, they're basically divorced. Like the kids yeah. knew, didn't they? So they can't. You yeah. know, they've got no moral high ground. And I just think, yeah, I think everybody within the bubble, if if there's even just this many cases that we know about, they'll have heard something about one of them, or two of them, or three of them, or a mate of a mate. Like I just think it's it's so unlikely. But what about the thing as well, Ben? Like I know the first. Um... Reports the other week was about Lauren Itis as well. Do you think it's like a power thing trickled down as well into the positions of each like 
Or do you think what do you think that's possible like more stuff to come out about that as well? Or do you think it's just like Vince now? I could see that. I could see stories coming out where it's like because that's what they'll say, isn't it? It's like a culture of this Yeah, of one. that, yeah. How you start at the top, don't they? And it's Vince yeah. McMahon. Yeah. And his boys club type of thing. You know, I you know, do whatever I want, you know, in these cases with these women, and I pay them off and I'm fine. How many stories do you hear about like bully? It's it's been on screen, hasn't it? You know, the kiss my ass club and you know stuff with Jr. and you know comments about people when they've you know lost weight, put weight on. You but know, Benno, like, I think I want to see you earlier today. These old like shoot interviews and stuff, Ben. People were saying these things years ago, and no one was taking. You know what I mean? No one was taking it serious. I've seen shoot interviews with some horrific stories, and people are they're laughing about it, Ben. It's like, as you say, it's that culture of like, I don't know, it's just, it's not right, is like it? Like Andy says here, if the boss is doing it, it sets the example for everyone below him, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. like, is that, and the allegations range in seriousness into it, we cover up bloody murders, you know, like Simon says it, as Sean says it, you know, the bullying, it's just, yeah, it does feel like a company that is like, it's like as much as, as much as wrestling tries to be grown up and be like, especially WWE, you know, we're a corporation and, you know, yeah. we, we wear we wear suits and we got CEOs. And it's, at the end of the day, is it really, you know, going back to what me and JP covered, you know, and it'll be coming out, you know, later in the week on the Patreon, like looking at the, you know, the, 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 the court trial in the, in the early 90s and the steroid stuff, but it's basically what's the, what, what actually is the WWF? It's, it's Vince McMahon and, you know, Pat Patterson and people like that helping him book the territory and some dodgy doctors and some backstage stooges and just a load of wrestling people. And, you know, it's a, it's the circus. It's just a load of yeah. con men. And I feel like all it is now is the clowns are wearing suits. Like it's still... I do think, uh, to be fair to all the wrestlers things. now, I think, they're a different breed these days than back in the day as well. I think if it started now, like trying to give credit to something like most of the athletes there, I think they would have a problem with us back then. They were kind of covering it up or whatever. I think, like, as you say, it's just gone too far then for that long. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's mad. It's mad, mate. The biggest thing about it is just, you know, there will be, there will be people out there who will back and there will be people out there, you, you know, do all of this stuff and you know ha- happily work for Vince and happily continue to come back and yeah, that's just what it is at the end of the day as much as AEW's out there and it's a second place for people to work it's still Vince McMahon it's still WWE it's still seen as like you know the only game in town to some or like that the place you want to be yeah or the one one of two People don't want to upset things, do they? People don't want to no. step out of line. How rare is it that people will, you know, vocally say things? You know, a John Moxley will get in his book and write all things he wants about Vince because John Moxley is in a position in life where he probably knows he never has to go back. You know, he doesn't want to go back. He's, yeah. You know, he's happy to he's live for life. Outside. Most wrestlers aren't going to want to play. It's like the Testero trial was a great example. Like Rick Rude is like, vocally vocally anti-vince 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 he's got all these stories reading between the lines of his testimony it sounds like the people trying to prosecute vince have heard all these like detailed stories from rick rude that okay we're gonna get him on the stand he's gonna be a great witness he's gonna tell us you know vince was the one who gave him the steroids vince told him to go to see this doctor blah 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 and then rick rude gets on the stand and Meltzer says it and i think Keller says it as well in, in his writing. Rick Rude's in a position in 1994 where he's 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 on the ropes with WCW. He wants to go yeah. back to WWF at some he, point. He defends Vince, does he? 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I don't really remember that. Oh, ah. yeah, yeah. Well, I did, you know, I did hear about steroids and stuff. Or, you know, I heard... I heard he wasn't as full on as the day 40 yeah. would be. And yeah. you can tell there's a... You know, in his briefing, he probably had a lot more to say, but when it came to the moment and he got on the stand, yeah, he, you know, he had nothing. And there'll be a lot of those types of people. I think it was the same then. There was a lot of lot of shouting and a lot of talk about how, how you know Vince is disgusting. And a lot from a lot of people who had reason to hate him already. You know, your Warriors, your Hogan's, you know, those things. Yeah, yeah. Hogan, yeah. Hogan was fully on the, you know completely cooperating he was you know not going to get prosecuted himself and then he got on the stand that he was wishy-washy you know yeah i, I honestly don't think in like these almost 30 years since that wrestling has actually changed that much and i think you know it's going to be carny until the day it goes and i think you know i think uh they're all going to be uh, in league with each other and i don't think you're going to get like a, a mass turn on vince i think it's going to but take- it will be interesting though ben if the these wrestlers now do get asked about it and how and what they say and how they handle it. Do you know what I mean? That's going to be your eye opener to see what is, and you know, they probably say the right things and, and whatever, but you just don't know, Ben. It's it's just, I'll say, it's just it's madness, isn't it? It's mm. it is. Uh, that's where yeah. we are now, and you know, obviously, if uh, if more develops with it, obviously we we will cover it, but. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I think I'm maybe at that point of frustration with the story now, where I really thought, you know, change. Maybe until more come out, then more like stories come out. Do you think that's the only like push again? Like, maybe. like yeah. Maybe. yeah. But as we've seen with this, you know, if this isn't enough for people, like what would be? You know, like we got historic allegations. We got relatively current allegations. You know, with the with the Johnny A stuff. You would have thought, but that's the thing. It's, it's It's still at the end of the day. It's still wrestling. If this was. Any other business, if this was, if this was even like footy, or if you know a chairman was getting up to this stuff, or you know anything, even you know politics or yeah. private companies, you know big money companies, what would happen? The person on top would step aside, wouldn't they? There'd be too much public pressure, yeah. or they, they'd be, you know, at this with wrestling, it's kind of like it's gross, it's horrible, it's a story for a day or two, but at the end of the day, those wrestling people are going to do what they do, and it kind of gets gets left to be the sideshow it is, and Vince gets to like his best mate Trump. Just you know, power through it, and you know, knock back down to it, and just if he he's probably just thinking if he sits pretty, no one's going to oust him. Maybe maybe it'll push him to retire quietly, you know, in a couple yeah. of years. But no, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Man, say in the chat there, been a few people putting the you know thoughts in, and that's where it's 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 the, it's the women though. Been like someone mentioned before, but until like there's a face or a name on the other side of it. Then maybe that might push you fair. I don't know, but you don't the woman in that position and coming out and it's just it's just a mess, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. But like I say, we'll see as uh, as things develop. But Matty, would you believe it? We've actually got a, a special uh, special guest here who's gonna uh, gonna do a, a little running. There he is. It's a couple of guys. <laughs> Oh, I told you, I told you every day. I had faith, Gareth. Of course, mate. Good to see you. Just been slagging us off for an hour. Would I do such a thing? He was like, honestly, Gareth. He was like, you know, he got he got rid of Joe. He got rid of JP. Now he's got rid of you. Matty's just trying to take over spotlight. That's what it is. <laughs> No chance, Gareth. If it did, it'd be me and you in the end, Gareth. It'd just be me and you, the last tag team standing. (laughs) 
Benno's going nowhere. What are you talking about? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I got all best of the yeah. Just saying, I was complaining about doing a 24 hour uh, stream as if I could do anything else for 24 hours other than podcasting. You know, it's not actually, it's no handicap. It's fine. It's a Tuesday, you know. There'll be, <laughs> it is um, what it is. there'll be a fucking nuclear war and there'll be like uh, fucking Benno left doing podcasts to cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, JP will be there with me, don't worry. Just no one listening, <laughs> just, just, just himself. <laughs> oh, well, what's new, Gareth? What's going on? How are you, mate? It's been, uh, been a while, you know. Obviously, well, we did the, uh, the AW podcast last week. But other than that... We're all out of sync. I'll see you tomorrow on the AW uh, six-month review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was good though. We had a laugh recording that last week. We've got uh, a stellar people, you know, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, good uh, grapple there, uh, Gareth stats in there, lots of uh, you know, interesting uh, discussion points in there. Some, can some I just say though, I, I like the way you know Gareth's come in just as like I've had to do like the serious segment of the show, <laughs> you know, which I'm not used to doing. <laughs> you, you come in straight after that when the fun begins, Gareth. Bloody hell, what was that? What was that? PWG. Yeah, <laughs> that's to come, mate. My forty to come. <laughs> is it even oh. worthwhile? Is it worth? Is it? Is this actually spotlight, or is this just the business? And I've gate crashed. The no, business. this is spotlight, Gareth. This is keeping it in, in your honour, mate. You know, this this is spotlight. <laughs> I've never changed the name. So, so I've joined. Somewhere in the middle. Gonna, I've joined just as you're going to start talking about shows, none of which I've watched. So I might as well go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> we've literally, we've literally just finished all about Vince. Literally, though, have we been? Literally, though, keep saying that way. But we have something. Fun, fun subject for you. Any? Uh, um, you want to say uh, that that cunt will just come up smelling of roses, won't he? At the end, he'll be there in fucking WrestleMania with his arm around John Cena and The Rock with a big fucking cheese. Cheesy grin on his face. That's probably what will happen. The fucking swat. But um, <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully he's lost his business and he's gone down by then. But um, <laughs> we can live in hope. He'll be, be there. He'll be there with the cockroaches and me and JP podcast. Yeah. Did I call him a cunt? Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that in. Yeah. This, this is a, this is only the the, the only um, thing is like we've always been like waiting to just like dance on his grave, and now I'm actually I'm just like no, actually I hopefully he's uh, stayed alive long enough to go through his own fucking personal hell now with all this shit. That's uh, that's that's my hopes on the situation anyway, and we can all uh, laugh at that. Lose his whole company, you know. See it all come down in flames. That's uh... absolutely. That's the way should we happen. live in hope. We live in hope, but <laughs> I don't fucking believe. I don't believe it'll happen. That fucking bastard. He always comes out the other end fine, doesn't he? Yeah, that's it. That's it. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fuck him. That's basically yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the catchphrase for uh, for this podcast. But no, I'm surprised you can make it, Gareth. Even I don't know. It feels like you've done nothing but go to gigs lately. You know, I feel like uh, is that where you were? I was waiting for it. I was waiting for this. I was thinking, here I am, like fucking grafting my ass off. And then uh, all you see is Instagram photos of me gigs. And I'm like, oh, yeah, can't do the podcast. <laughs> and you know, I just think of the cunt. He's just out getting proper traveling, though, Gareth. Not just local gigs. Mm. These are like full on traveling gigs, mate. <laughs> well, I mean, I will travel when people in this country put something on worthwhile traveling, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, the wrestling uh, doesn't uh, even want <laughs> travel, traveling as far as fucking town these days. But. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, what's been your highlight, mate? Was it uh, was it seeing uh, Guns and Roses? Sounds like it was uh, it was a great time. Huh? Sounds like a good one. Guns and Roses wasn't Guns and Roses. Have we talked about this? I can't remember if we have. Oh, no, shit. off air, off air. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dog shit, absolute dog shit. Top five worst gigs ever. Guns and Roses. Worst. Um, 
Was Axel well, still on the oxygen, Gareth? Oh, he was he was absolutely awful. Well, he'd, he'd had, um, I think he'd performed the night before and apparently it had been shite and there'd been loads of like, sound engineering you, problems he, yeah. and all that. But yeah, but apparently he was, he was crap the night before and then so he, he'd had an anxiety attack over how bad his voice was or something and he slept in Tottenham Stadium that night to prepare himself for the show that I was at the following day. But Did he, yeah? He needn't have fucking bothered because uh, he yeah. was just like, he was singing like, he wasn't singing like him. He was singing like in like real, like a low singing style. And they had this like Carrie Underwood on stage, some like, I don't know. I think she's, she's like, like a rival country, winner or country, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just carried him. She carried him through the last 45 minutes. Like she was doing all the eye note stuff and all that. And like, uh, oh, it was ter- terrible. Like I say, it was the first gig I ever went to in my life. So I had all those great memories of Milton Keynes Bowl in 1993 or four. And I was six, Gareth. Oh, indeed. <laughs> While you were on Does the that day, that was lots of piss thrown at me. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, leave the memories alone. Leave the memories alone. I should have done. But this, can, but alternatively, Pearl Jam. Yesterday, Pearl, was that yesterday? I'm losing track of fucking days. Saturday, awesome, absolute awesome. Yeah. Top five gigs. So there you go. The highs and lows of uh, of uh, going to see it all. Well, then ask Gareth. Does he know the big news? Has Benno got a top oh, yeah. five? No, before. <laughs> news, the news? You know the transfer window we're doing with Martin on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Mm. Have a guess you who got drafted to be the first pick? Oh, uh, you. You? <laughs> <laughs> and we were all debating who the hell you're going to pick. <laughs> Is it going to be Christian? <laughs> Is it Christian? <laughs> That's it, you know, I'm going to stare you in the eyes, Matty, and pick Roman Reigns. Why, Gareth? Why? Why would you do that? What have you? I told you. He's jobbing in the out. Open at a Joe Connors. <laughs> so that means you've got to pick Joe Connors on your roster as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, not right, this boys. No, it's uh, yeah. Oh, we were, uh, honestly, I've legit picked. got first pick. Legit, yeah, legit. Mm, you oh. have. You have. Oh, uh, no, it's snakes, though, doesn't it? I'll get that means my second pick's going to be uh, rubbish. Never mind. Yeah, you're going to wait for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you did not want to re- reveal live on the, uh, on the show, Gareth, are you going for? It's it's interesting, this actually, because now I'm just thinking about like, or do I just take punk just to fucking wind you up? We <laughs> 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 do want to annoy the most. So many options. Daniel <laughs> seems to do James Ian. <laughs> you go round in the same order once it gets picked each round. Well, like Gareth said, it's snakes, so it goes like so one to six, and then oh, six yeah. to one, and then one to six, and then six to one. So like the sixth person always gets two goes. So you're last, but you then you're first the next time. And the first oh, person, yeah, 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 first yeah, pick, yeah. You've got to wait twelve for it to come back round again for them to get another pick. But then ah, they get right, two, okay. so it kind of works out. It's like it's like the fairest, fairest way to do it. But yeah, we uh, uh, we spun the wheel, we made the happen. deal, and then yeah, <laughs> got lots of love for him. So if you get oh, last, yeah. pick, so, uh, yeah. if you get if you get last pick, you can pick like knobs and then sags immediately after it. So you... yeah, if you want to, <laughs> but isn't a tag team one though? I, I read the rules right. It's a tag team oh. one pick, a proper tag team, isn't it? I got sent the proper rules. I haven't read the rules properly yet. Yeah. To... Karen, a proper tag team, like a like a young book say, that's one pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you, if you draft them as a team, you've got to use them as a team, is basically. Oh, yes, you've got to book them in a tag match. 
Yeah, mm. oh, I love all this. I love just the pay per view and the arena I've got to hold it in. And I can't wait, you know, boys. Two man power trip. Are they a tag team? <laughs> if you use them as one, I suppose it can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Haven't you been playing some of these this week, Matty? What were you, what, what year were you in? What yeah, you well, I had a bit of a bad luck, didn't I? I loaded it up with the the new mod, like July twenty two, and it started with Impact, didn't I? And I bankrupted within seven months. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why? No, Ben, I needed, I forgot all the little um, tricks of the game, like get everyone on written contracts. I had people on open contracts, like 50 grand a shot, and I was using them every week. You know what I mean? So, yeah, to bankrupt them. And then I've just started one with WWE because the only uh, other thing I had wrong with the Impact one was there's only one TV show a week, and I tried to get another one. I could have edited it before I started, but I'd already started. So yeah, now I've got like good. six shows a week with WWE, so... I ain't that week waiting. I just want to write shows, Ben. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want weddings <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that is the worst thing to hit, though. You hit that like that screen where your company's gone bust and there isn't really anything you can do. It's just it? like, the I've never seen it before, Ben. Yeah. I've ne- that's never happened to me the whole entire time I've played it. <laughs> you know, I've never seen that. It. No, you click <laughs> the end and it goes off. It's mad. <laughs> oh, I've never seen that. The only thing you do. You can take your save file and turn it into a new game and start again with the same. Oh, roster, no, that, that's not... cheating, that Benno. <laughs> Is there any other tricks, though, boys? Except for written contracts. Is there any other like and getting your sponsors in? Mm, that really is. It really, yeah. Get the good yeah. sponsors on day one. Get the good sponsors on uh, day one. Be, uh, Corona. Day one. Yeah. I had a made sponsor. Corona. <laughs> and, <laughs> you love this one, boys. I had uh, what's the rocks fucking energy thing? Zoe. <laughs> I had that as well. <laughs> Sounds like a wrestling company ran by you, mate. He couldn't fucking let me some dollars to keep the company up, though, could he? But no, you asked before, Gareth, and I'm thinking, like, at this point, I'm tearing the uh, the format sheet up here. We'll, yeah, we'll go a little down. bit into uh, to what we've been watching last year. And, um, you know, I, I'd still want to get your uh, your DVD thoughts on uh, on PWG and the like, but we'll get to those uh, those questions uh, people have asked us as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, with a huge amount of uh, AW chatter we were going to do this this week anyway. But before we do, the most important thing, and I think I was most gutted, that Gareth didn't look like he was going to make the show tonight that we didn't do. Like you said before, we were going to discuss our top five gigs of all time, me, you know, be like that was the uh, that was the headline here. You were gonna, Gareth, uh, can, Gareth, can we let Benno go first here though? Because I've been dying for these mates, I'll tell you. No, 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 no chance. <laughs> this girl had last the main event. Oh, of course, yes. he is. <laughs> Most, uh, most privileged that makes, but you you challenged me. I was it was funny though because you brought you were like when we do a podcast again like, because Gareth's been going to all these gigs. We're gonna we'll, we'll do it. We'll do top five. We'll do top five gigs of, of each of our lifetimes, and then it became a Twitter trend anyway. So, it did. You know, it was there. Like, people who follow me will know my five. Like on Twitter, I'll I'll just tell you mine, then get out the way. Mine's um, Alison Chains and Leeds, twenty thirteen. Faith No More, Glasgow, twenty fifteen. Def Leppard, Liverpool, 2018. Avenged Sevenfold, Manchester, 2013. Although I've seen them twice and they were good both times. And I can't remember the other one. What did they say? I can't really remember. Did you, say Limp- did you say Limp Biscuit? Yeah, Limp Biscuit, Liverpool. Yes. That was on the Krang tour, Gareth. I think I've told this story. We just couldn't believe it at the time that they were headlined the Krang tour in the old 2 in town. <laughs> and it, what it year blew- was this? I think this was 2014 or 15. 
So Gold yeah, Cobra yeah. had just dropped. If anyone remembers that tune, big tune by the way. If you're a biscuit guy, uh, guy out there, but um, it it they were that good and it was that hot in there that the right side of the stage with all the amps blew up because they were using that that much lecky and what it was just unbelievable. Gareth, Mission Impossible, they had us all sitting on our asses with our legs crossed, and then once it. They, uh, it come back up at the end. We all jumped. Oh, unbelievable, mate! Honestly, what well, I thought you were gonna, I thought, I thought you were gonna say they got you doing oops upside your head. <laughs> <laughs> like you were at a wedding. That was the worst, though, as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, my five. As I say, some new bands. It's always better, though, Gareth, which ties us into you going to these traveling gigs. It is always better night, isn't it, when you do go to a different city, like and stay over, maybe, or it just adds that little bit of, you know. Too, but I so about wrestling or gigs right now? We're talking about gigs here, man. I'll get the train over from wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverhampton. Ah, come on. Oh, oh no. Yeah, we'll go into that one that one one episode. What we the um, the next time we do the business, I'll I'll go into some of the old um, shows that I went to that you'll have to remember for me because I was fucked, weren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I just I just remember being in Wolverhampton with you and be, you being so fucked that you wanted to get a taxi to the walkabout, which was at the end of the road. We were no, you could literally down. see it, Gary. You could touch it, probably, couldn't you? You could literally, if you put your arm out, you could touch it. And, <laughs> and I respect it so much. You talk so much shit to the taxi driver that he was like, fuck it, I'll take you then. And you just yeah. this taxi go, stop. And, and you, you see me get out, Gary. <laughs> Did you pay? Did I pay? Did I bet on? I or don't not? Know, you in there the mid 2010s, so probably not. No, I probably like, didn't end up paying as well, Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> talked his way out of it like he talked his way out of it. You know. But, uh, uh, but no, we, 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 you, what, Yeah, what's yours, Gav? Um Neil Young, Hyde Park, 2019. Mm. That was fucking right. class. Uh I've, uh, I've got Pearl Jam Manchester 2000. I think just pipped what I saw at the weekend. So I think uh, I think that'll stay in the uh, top five there. Sonic Youth and Amma Smith in London in 2010. That was a belter. I think that was their last like UK gig. Smashing Pumpkins in Glasgow in 1996 when I lost a shoe in the first song and found it in the last song. That was good. That's then, uh... <laughs> that is great. That. And then... Uh, the prodigy at Manchester GMX in '97. That's just fucking head and shoulders for I me. I can it's, imagine it's that would have been a wild ever, one. ever, ever gig. That it was fucking yeah. chaos. It was mental, but uh, lovely stuff. Got it. Who supported Pale Jam? You the night? Then it was Yeah, it was. Unfortunately, it was Stereophonics, so I didn't go. Oh, was it? I just <laughs> stayed in the pub. I just. <laughs> I could I could I could hear them finishing up when I was like walking into Hyde Park. Yeah. I was like, yeah, miss that. But it was Pixies on the Friday, which I was gutted about because like I'd have loved to yeah. see loved to see them beforehand. But I'll give an honourable mention as well to Backyard Babies at Leeds Festival, which was just like one of my all time gig moments where it was like they were on last in one of the tents and they were uh, they were going like um, they're trying to stop us playing. They're trying to stop us playing, but we won't stop playing. And then they were just, and then some bloke just came and just pulled the plug out, and they were just like, 
<laughs> stop stop playing. It'll always hold a special place in my heart, that gig, just for that moment. <laughs> Can I just do a quick couple before you give your of like other little ones? Like the most boring gig I ever went to was Trivium. Mm. Like I'm not really into them, but they literally just stood there for an hour playing the same riff guy of, <laughs> of like these just every song sounded just ab- no, literally the same mate. Like every song intertwined into the next one. Um and what else? Most surprising gig for the front man was uh, was it what's his name? Kobe Dick out of uh, Papa Roach. He was a great front man, Gareth. You wouldn't expect that, but he was all around the stage. You wouldn't think he had it in him, but he was fucking great. <laughs> and I've been to you see said, Mob, um, Deep, Mob Deep Benno in town. That's impressive. I like that. I like that. I don't think I, I went. I you'd like that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, not. There, yeah, I was gonna say you when you saying about trivia. I thought you were gonna say trapped. Do you see them in the? Were you there in the crazy house that fateful night when I saw them there, mate? No, I've I've seen them Edmund on a chivalry headed out trapped with puddle of mud. I've got some great pictures of me and Wes Scantlin out of puddle of mud. He was absolutely <laughs> no, he was absolutely Gareth. They had to the mic was holding him up. The mic stand was holding him up. He was that fucked. He, we had to get him to sing the words because he couldn't remember the words. But I've got two proper selfies with them, like just me and him, our kippers, and we're both just fuck loving it. It's great. I will dig them out there on an old iPhone of mine, them. <laughs> oh, love it. Come on, Benno. There you go, that's the end of the top five uh, gigs. Come on, I was going to say, you're making us wait for this, aren't you? <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. Like, you're the one who wants to, like, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, this is the thing about me and Matty's relationship. I don't think Matty believes. I think you think I was born. Like, I'd love you to write my, like, my. if I ever do an autobiography, you can write the foreword. Because if you're like, Benno was born, he went to some Ring of Honor shows, he got really yeah. into Brit Road, and then he did a podcast. And remember Benno's that? Like, did, I mean, did we tell this on the podcast? Was this off air when that shout about me saying to you, Benno, have you ever been to a gig? Remember that one on the train? <laughs> it, no, Gareth, it ended up, it, Gary loved it, didn't he? I just said to Benno, have you ever been to a gig? As if, like, it was this big thing in life. <laughs> <laughs> Some people haven't, though, Benno. Some people haven't been. I had you down with one of them. <laughs> and they have to do a festival's count, yeah? I think they do, you know? There's some I've people, never been to a festival, so, yeah, there you go. I think I think our mate Mark Buckle said something like, "I've been to a, I've got five. If if you can say four, and then the fifth one's like this lad from Works Band I saw, but it's still five. So you know, yeah, how brilliant that! Come on, Benno, come on then. Been to a, been five. To, some highlights, you know. Been to a, what have I seen? Seen Echo and the Bunnymen live, mate. You know. What's up with Echo and the Bunnymen? That's going to lead up to this. That's the last band I ever expected you to say, then, la. I knew about you telling me three, Benno. I knew about you telling me three, love him, because you told me that was with that that your family. Yeah. Delamitri, yeah. Yeah. Roll to me, Probably more than any other band. Oh, <laughs> I've seen one the bunny men laugh. That's gotta be it's just that to kill me off that. <laughs> well, I've obviously like this is what you, you're missing here, here Massey. Seen a lot of Wu Tang clan, obviously. And every time say. he was shitter than the laugh. Like they are like where's the rap like, like, oh, well, What proper rappers have you seen? Well, so Wu Tang I've seen a million times. I've seen a lot All of the combinations of them. It did. No, it disappoints you every time, though. Every time you go and see them, somebody doesn't turn up, or three people don't turn up, or possibly yeah. four people don't turn up, and then they come out and they do the same fucking set they always do. 
like the same set they've been doing since 1997. You know, no matter what album they're promoting or what album just came out, doesn't matter. Same order, same songs. Like, and that's the most of my kid going history is that or seeing like I saw Raekwon and Ghostface do a only built for Cuban Links live in uh in London at the at the Coco. And they proceeded to rip up the format like us tonight, and then did the album in just any old order. So we're just doing random songs. And I was sat there like, you joking? Paid, paid all this money, came down here to see, not even do the album properly. Like I've seen Jizzard do Liquid Swords live. I feel like you were there. You know, you should be doing a rap gigs podcast, mate. You're how happy you are. I've never seen you so happy. <laughs> so, top five gigs, top five gigs. I'll, I'll go through you, but you know, I've seen a lot well, of just five, five, five separate members of Wu Tang yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the caveat they were all bad and disappointing. Um, no, I, I'll, I'll give you a real list. Um, I was going to include the far side because I've seen them live, but they, it was my first gig, and, and again, it was like one original member and like another guy. And I think I remember, remember it well because it was my first gig, and first gigs are always exciting, isn't it? I'd say number five, um, Jurassic Five in Manchester. Fan of them, Matty? Oh, that's IWC, deep IWC. John that's Jurassic Five. <laughs> on, what, what, and I don't year, mind what year because... was that now? I, think, I, I saw them in Manchester. What year was that? That was 2002 or three. Uh, I think I maybe that, saw that them. Match? Uh, I think I maybe saw them earlier than that. With, um, Maybe I would have been away then. Maybe early two thousand and two, if it was then. Maybe, but then I, I know been, them. I, I could have been stood next to you there. I know yeah. them off the Lincoln Park <laughs> the animation album. That's how I know them. Great album. What an yeah. album! Though, like a board. Oh, it's unbelievable, like, oh, then, isn't it? Clash. Found it. Great. Oh, the remixes on there, incredible, incredible. Big, big fan of that. Never seen them live though. Done them in karaoke plenty of times though. Um. So yeah, that's uh, that's me number five. Number four. You will laugh at me, Matty. I heard the boy, man. Saw them in Liverpool. Don't, because it honestly, better that just nailed me that, you know. <laughs> I've seen them possibly three or four different times, you know. It was, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a big big period in my life. You know, Donnie Darko had just come out. You know, The Killer Moon is a, is a big song. Oh, he's done his own work on this guy. Have he got notes oh. and everything? <laughs> this is an off the cuff. He's not winging this one, is he? I've always got notes. <laughs> this is a lie. This is a lie that you spread about me, Matty. I'm always prepared. Yeah, Jurassic Five, Jurassic Five would a really good. Um, I've never seen who in the bunny went, but I'd love to. I had you down as them, Gareth. Yeah, yeah, I do I like him. the point where basically, like every year, it was like they can't be asked doing gigs anywhere else. So he'd do a gig in Liverpool. Like it was pretty much like a I'm pretty, sure, pretty sure it still happens to this day. Um, My mate yeah, was telling me the other day that his, uh, he got told a month ago that his, his friend's friend does Ian McCulloch's. Pedicures, and he said, "If you ever want free tickets for the Echo and the Bunny Men, give us a shout because I do his feet, so you can get a free ticket." So I was thinking I might be getting a uh, getting an Ian McCulloch pedic- um, pedicure freebie, hopefully next time he's touring. <laughs> That's wild. That. So there you go. So there's me, so there's me five before. You ever heard a Y, Matty? What, as in the letter Y, or the word called Y with the front man, uh, Yoni Wolf? He looks a bit like Liam. No. No. Uh, These IWC. IWC hipster rapper, uh, me yeah. number three. So I'm going to disappoint you, me. I don't think there's any more you'll laugh at. Number two, you might laugh at. The streets. I saw Mike, uh, Mike Skinner. Oh, they the scream time. you better at the time. They scream you. UK, UK, look, it was UK hip-hop. Yeah, I'll surprise you. 
This has turned into like bloody Radio One to talk this, but I'll surprise you with him. I used to like this. Well, not the streets. I used to like Kano when when that first album come out. And who's mm. the other guy that rapped with? Because they all were on each other's albums. Uh, the Mitchell Brothers, remember them? Harvey yeah, Nicks yeah, yeah. They were on his label. Yeah, yeah. It was all I liked all that at the time, Beno. Yeah. Not Grant and Phil, no. No, not Grant. <laughs> that would that'd be a great album, though, Gareth. Wouldn't it? Same Mitchell Brothers. But number yeah, one, I guess the point. I'll say number one probably was um, seeing uh, Jizzer do, uh, do Liquid Swords in full of the Wu Tang Clan. But you know, I could have seen from from one side. I've seen Alt J and the Horrors do a, a combo gig. That was uh, that was a good laugh. Errors. John Hopkins, big fan of him. I like music. Yeah, Benno. Here's one for you. What was the most? What was the best moment of your uh, you know experiences? Jizzer doing that live or seeing Punk win the world live? What was more emotional for you? <laughs> Well, then, Gareth definitely picking first on Saturday now, lad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete and Q's with a great song, Simon says as well. Brilliant. The classic. Yeah, and I'll let you off there, mate. Oh, yeah, we're Anywho, <laughs> it was worth, that was worth that, that was worth it. Just that was worth it for Matty's reaction to echoing the bunny man. Oh mate, honestly, that is that is just it, you know you just don't expect something ever like that. <laughs> I've lived a life, mate. I've lived lived different you lives. Then, as far as you it, know, I, 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 I need to find more out about you, mate. You know what I mean? You know, because you're a good, you're a good friend. I do want to know more, like. Used to be a season ticket holder at Goodison if you want to chat about that. Yeah, I know well, that's what. Anyway. Now, footy, Ben, no offence, but the day me and you sit down and talk about the footy, the day we've packed in our relationship, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the day we have packed in, that. If we don't talk about we- some shit interview or some angle on some wrestling show and we talk about the footy first, that's where we packed in, that. <laughs> It'll be fancy footy soon, mate. We're getting you in. Oh, that, that's the only there. time, yeah. That's the only time. Gareth, if you've heard about this, mate, I'm getting uh, drafted into this league because I know you're going to take it deadly serious this year now, Benno does. So I, I've got to do it myself now. Yeah, I was listening to you saying that I'm pretending not to care or something. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I do is I try when I get to the end of the season, I go shit or bust and try and win. I don't worry about, like, Benno behind me. Like, I'm not worried about right. that. I'm not, so if he passes me, that's okay. I'm trying to win. <laughs> Right. Sounds like okay. excuses to me, to be fair. I mean, uh, you know, all I can say, Matty, is I finished top out of the grapple. That's so, you know, it is, uh, it is what it is. That's all, all about the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until it's not. <laughs> but I uh, will indoctrinate you in, uh, in our ways, mate. Is he coming uh, in the draft? We'll... Are you taking Carl's, relegated Carl's place? Is that... I think he is. I mean, draft. I wouldn't want to take no one's spot. I say, this is like the night, like I said, um, it was... Kate Henning taking Arn Anderson's spot in the Oxford, but like I just, I just want to be drafted into a league and not step on no toes, boys. What I'm about, yeah. Gareth. You live in this gimmick, aren't you? Living the gimmick, yeah. <laughs> like uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a convincing promo here that he doesn't want to step in people's That's shoes. Even, don't, don't you know what I mean? Until Saturday night in that uh, in that fantasy league, we'll see the real me then. It's coming. Well, anyway, on that note, now we've done two intros. <laughs> <That's> the... 
<laughs> These show notes are going to be an absolute disgrace. I apologize to the people who tune in for wrestling chat. Uh, we've got a load of questions, so we'll hammer through them in a minute. But before we do, um, any anything quick you want to mention that you've uh, that you've watched uh, this week, Matty? Do you want to tell us about your PWG adventures? Watching uh, what's a physical yeah. DVD? Did you? Yeah, it was Bowler Boys. Finally, from January this year, finally got round to mm. watching it. I've um, mentioned it a couple of times that I had it, but I actually finally put it on on. Friday night and then Saturday night I finished it off. So, yeah, it was, even being honest, boys, I didn't enjoy it as much as the other bowlers that I've seen, but it was still, you know, it had some really good matches on still. So I'm guessing none of you have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, Ben. No chance, you are. I mean... <laughs> that was someone mentioned on Twitter to me. Someone said on Twitter... Uh, have you seen it? And I just said, well, bought the DVDs. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how else you've got to watch PWG these days. Unless there's, you know, it's not on those streams, is it or not? And so, um, what was the highlights? Yeah, no, the highlights what? were, well, yeah. a new Garcia won it. Then that was put me off watching it because I'm still not, and I'm still not sold Spoilers. on you know, it. <laughs> eight months later, Gareth. <laughs> but, are you, I've got you down as a fan, Gal. Are you a fan of him? Of Garcia? Yeah. He yeah, screams you like. <laughs> yeah. Nah, big big fan of his. Yeah. Not a fan of the hat like Benno. <laughs> yeah, no, but what it was, it's just that there's just a, a few things about him that, like, he does look good, Gareth, but then he's got them little, but he's only young, isn't he? That's what I mean. I feel like awful having a go at him because he is only young, but. He lined them out. He, he just looks a bit bit phony, bit bit too hammy sometimes. But you know, even speedball was a good final, to be honest. And um mm-hmm. speedball though, in it then, you know, we we've been talking about how good he's been the last day, well, forever. Mm-hmm. He's been great, hasn't he? So but yeah, it was mm-hmm. just more of a it seemed more you'd had you know, high flying matches though, but it's more technically based this one for me. It, it was a bit bit different, like so. Mm-hmm. And you know, me on that then, not really um you know, when I've seen one, I've seen them all of that. Like, so it's, it's, um, it's of, in, a, in a ring, isn't it? Doing a wrestling match. So, you know, like Sam two lads just standing there eating each other. And then, oh, we'll make it good. We'll go and stand in the aisle way and we'll hit each other. And then we'll go in the crowd. And it's just like, what? Stop it, lads. Just just do moves. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just do moves. It was a, on, the, on, the app, on the app, there's only like three matches that have four star and above. And they're all. What were they, Gareth? There were all the Bailey matches. There's him and Bandido. The yeah, final. that was good. The last bit and, of that was really good. And then, uh, and then my, my boy Wheelie Utah, my boy and yours, Wheelie Utah. Yeah, yeah, he was there. I, I can't remember who beat in the first round, but yeah, he was he was teching it up. He was uh, fondling on the mat a lot. Him and Moriarty <laughs> was in there as well. But I think Garcia, to be fair, I've never seen Kevin Blackwood wrestle, and he had a match with him, and the last bit of that got really good. So he was hit and miss, you know what I mean, Gareth? But I haven't seen much properly of him in AEW is is like showcase matches, but you know, he's only young, isn't he? And he's, you know, but as I say, fans like yourself, I can imagine to be like proper into him, like with his style. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Like uh, and I think the um like you say, with him being that young and he, he has got them things that you're gonna iron out, but then he just yeah. does so he does so much stuff that's like Beyond his years, you know, like just yeah. the little, 
you know what I'm like, the fucking little detailed stuff. Well, like, Gareth, I thought you on one spot, mate. No, honestly, right, it was, and this was in the Blackwood one in the first round. He took, like, a, one of with the exchanging shots back and forth, but he just really sold the fact that, like, he popped his ear on one, and I just thought it stood out so, like, genuinely, and I'm not, I don't look for stuff like that, but you know when it's just, it's in your face and it was so good? Yeah. And he kept just, like, leaning, but not making it, like, bang on either. It was, like, proper done so well. So he's got little stuff like that where I'm like, right, I can see why people like you, but then there's the other bits. But that was like one of the best best things on the whole show, that, that popped ear spot. <laughs> oh, you're on mute, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how would you make it through these bowlers? Glad to have you back, Gareth. Um, how would you make it through these bowlers, Matt? Because like, I, I always think like, there comes a point where like I think you can have too much of anything. You know what I mean? It's like... I can't no. imagine watching a day of this and thinking I'm going to go back and watch more. I can't imagine watching a couple of matches and thinking I want to watch more. Like, I just find it so heavy. No, I can like, see, Ben. I can see why you, you can hit a brick wall watching it, as you say. You can see why. Similar. I can, I'm, I'm doing a Benno on Benno, yeah. That's really, I can see why you could do that. But, once again, why I don't think I enjoyed this year is because I didn't really like most of the lineup. Whereas, you know, when I got into it, as you know, 2018, 2019, I liked Everyone, so I was in, invested more. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not a Garcia, I'm not a Utah guy, I'm not a Moriarty guy. But you know, day day having two or three matches on the show, so I've got to sit there through them, haven't I? But you know, they always have that wild eight man where the people who get knocked out to the first night, and that was insane. Have you seen the spot with um, Jack Cartwheel? By the way, I've got to big him up any chance I get. He's the fucking my new favorite wrestler. Have you seen him yet, boys? I've, I've seen him, him on maybe a GCW show. Like I've definitely I've seen him like once or twice. Oh Gareth, I don't think you like him at all, mate. But he's so <laughs> fucking he, no, I think you'll appreciate what he's Ill- 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 illogical flippy guy. But he's not. He just he, he's not no Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen the spot where he dives out to the balcony to do onto everyone? But Blake Christensen comes on the top rope and gives him the cutter. In midair onto the floor, it's unbelievable, boys. Honestly, just you will have seen the gif going around yeah. and stuff like that. But as I say, not as good as the others, boys. But you know, if you as I say, if you're into it, then it's worth mm. a go, like definitely. Yeah, watch a plaque uh, charger, or you know, what did he charge me? No, he, he good, go, good going, right? Ben, he charges 150 a disc, lad. and as I told you, he threw the uh, new blood and millionaires in for free, so. He set the precedent now, and he's every time he, I order stuff, he's got to throw one in for free now, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? So, I'm sure Super Dragon gets a cut of that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly it would shock people who listen, who listened to us last week with you defending Russo, defending WWE. You're open minded, you're watching PW. Bello, this is it. Like, as I say, we, I've said before, I'm probably a walking contradiction, but it's just because I love every, I love, I'm not. Pigeonholed, basically, am I? You know what I mean. I'm not to this. I've got my favourites, like we all have. But I, I do. I, I, if it's if it's good, Benno, it's good. It doesn't matter what kind of style it is. But that fondling, though, boys, I've got a long way to go regarding that. Like, <laughs> they're, they're my first three picks in that draft. Uh, you to Garcia and Moriarty. <laughs> <laughs> 60 minutes Iron Man, Gareth, the freedom. <laughs> I was uh, I was Alex Shelley. Yeah, oh, you know what? He's one I don't mind. He was in there with. Um, who did he wrestle? I can't even remember who he was on with. I think he was with Garcia. I know in the he semis. had a Garcia, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was all right. I don't mind Alex Shelley. He's like, the, the, every time I've liked Gresham, it's been versus him. I think they mesh so well. Like, and 
I wouldn't usually like them them that style, but when they when they wrestle, I do I do like them. But I always had you down as a Shelly guy, Ben. I was so wrong, wasn't I? No. There's no, no, there's an alternate universe where like he's up there with Punk and Joe and those kind of guys. Like that's the Roos's career should have gone. Like he was like at that point in ROH when like 2004, 2005, and then not all making the names. Like he felt like the next big thing, and he was an incredible promo for like six months, <laughs> and like yeah. it's almost like he's forgotten since, or he just doesn't do it. Like he's become like a work ratey type of guy or like you know, a tag team guy with saving and stuff. But like there was a point where he was one of the best promos on the indies as well. Like yeah, he he's he literally has every skill, like great technical wrestler, can work with flyers, you know, can can mesh seamlessly in a basically a spotty tag team, which is you know, the motor city machine guns. Like he can do everything. Like he is like he needs to be watched like a ninety in every category. Yeah, he's like cool, as, cool as fuck and as well. Like, you know, he's just yeah. got, like, personality-wise, natural charisma and all that. Like, he's someone who I always thought was going to go well bigger than... Do you know what I've you never watched? It was yeah, I was going to say that. I've got that best of on a disc, and I've never watched it, but I can imagine me to love that. And I haven't no. even put it in yet. Yeah. You've never seen it? No, not properly, oh, no. Right up your street. It's probably shoe comments all over the show, though, isn't it? It's all that, isn't it? Even Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, Nash, the Nash stuff. <laughs> and Shark Boy's there, isn't he? The Shark Boy in them as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Around, yeah. But it's all of them doing like fake gimmicks and stuff, isn't it? Like Nash is the best. Nash has got a podcast now. Have you seen it? Oh, Ben, I want it. Yeah, can't wait for it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Sean Oliver, best ever, mate, as well. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steph's just laughing at him. We might have another run in a minute. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, I was going to say, speaking of TNA, watching some impact as well, Matt. Yeah, yeah. That. Did you get round to it, Gareth? No, before That's no. I haven't, even, I haven't even watched Dynamite. Might as well go <laughs> home. <laughs> I'm home. Might as well go to bed. <laughs> no, but no. Well, if you're going off mine and Benno's thoughts, what did you think on Speedball the Alan Angels, Ben? Well, before we get there, we might have a, a running coming. Have you got a? Yeah. Can, can you hear Steph? Yeah. Is this a Charles Robinson running at WrestleMania 24 <laughs> down, the, down the ramp? <laughs> this podcast, by the way, these show notes are going to be all over the place. We've had three different guests now at different points of the, uh, the okay. show. You're not coming on camera? No, I'm not coming on camera. Okay, cool. So like, we watched the Impact, didn't we? We did. I've got a lot. I, you can give me I can give thoughts on Impact. Mm. For sure. Go on. So, you might need to shout. Okay. Back I don't know it. how much Impact we saw, but I fell asleep during impact mm. and i woke up <laughs> very distressed asking benno why they turned josh alexander heel and i came to find out that that was something i dreamt <laughs> that josh had turned heel and was now dressed in leather and i was asking benno about this and <laughs> i thought it was a really bad idea you're underselling this like literally no. like she woke up like so you sleep during, like like i i think eric young was in the ring you know doing right. that that segment so yeah. she woke up honestly you went on for about 10 minutes about how <laughs> disgusting it was that impacted turn josh alexander heel and i we went drunk or not i was just sat there going have I missed something? Like, did I? Maybe it was on last week's impact, or this is a talk. Like, I was just sitting going, he's such a natural baby face, but at least he's got rid of the headgear. Uh, like, it was that point. I was like, 
I'm pretty sure I've been paying attention to this show. And you know, when you ask me, I'm very questionable with you paying attention. Yeah. But you know. Just people to watch it on. Was it regular speed? Just regular for speed. It was regular well, speed. Like, <laughs> that's only because you're there, Steph. If he was on his own, if he tagged. <laughs> well, I was so fucking freaked out. And then I was like, so what What have you seen with Josh Allen? You know, the angle before with, the, with him and Eric Young. I was like, okay, I know there wasn't an angle <laughs> so with him and Eric Young. In my dream, Eric Young came out. And he turned heel, and then he had this leather outfit on, <laughs> and it didn't fit him. It you were going on about the outfit as well. That's fair. Yeah, I think I, you know, I think Josh is a baby face. And then, um, <laughs> then there was what's his face, Chris Harris. Oh yeah, Chris Harris. Yeah. Oh, you were very confused by the state of Chris Harris. Like you hadn't seen the. Um, what was his name in WWE? Braden Walker stuff. Braden Walker. Like, yeah. Like, Hello, I'm Braden Walker. The uh, the shake the uh, there's like the Hall of Fame video someone made, and there's like the best of DVD. But it's like remember the great moments where he lost like in a squash match on ECW TV, <laughs> and he walked in and said, "Hi, I'm Braden Walker," and that's literally the whole DVD. So funny. I told you about knock, the legend. Knock knock. But he looks like um, <laughs> British beefcake now. It's terrible. He's a love child of beefcake and bulldog, isn't he? It's terrible. He was. <laughs> Terrifying. Right. After him. <laughs> Is that you working out your favorite gigs? It was, yeah. Do you have any, any text? paragraphs there. Behind the scenes. It's just yeah. a list. It's a list. It's a list. It's a list. <sighs> Did you have any, any shouts on your top five gigs before you go? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you wake up stressed about heel turns, but only if it's Josh, hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I was trying to think quickly of my top five gigs. It's probably not very exciting because I didn't put enough time into it. Mm. Um, I'd say I only know number one for sure. My number one gig ever is a baby shambles gig at the Limelight in Belfast that happened just after Pete Doherty started doing Kate Moss. So it was really crazy. Okay. Um, lots of like mad people there that were just there for the circus. And I was right at the front and a guy, because I was so little, I just remember this man, he put his hands on my waist and he lifted me up in the air to move me out of the front so he could take my spot. And I just put my leg back and got him right in the nuts. <laughs> and all I heard was him saying, ow, and then like keeling over. So that was great. And then, um, oh yeah, then there was a Libertines one in Glasgow, like mm. after they reunited and they hadn't been together for a very long time. And then, um, Prince when he did his residency in London, hmm. um, Kasabian at London like Olympic Park where they did just like greatest hit set that was really good out, outdoors, and then Primal Scream in a tent at um, Oxygen Festival in like Dublin a very long time ago uh, when I was really wasted that was great. <laughs> I thought that my brother loves Primal Scream like it's his favorite band. He loves them. Yeah, they're so good live. So good. He's into yeah. them like Happy Mondays and all that. He loves yeah. all that like era. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You ever seen the Wu-Tang No, I haven't. I've seen Snoop Dogg. You can Dog change that. At Oxygen when did Festival. you see Snoop Dogg? I haven't seen Snoop Dogg. I saw Snoop Dogg at Oxygen Festival in um, Dublin, and all I remember is the most ginger girl I've ever seen in my life doing gang signs. <laughs> uh, I just thought, well, that's, that's Snoop Dogg in Ireland, isn't it? It sounds like me at a gig in the early 2000s. So <laughs> it, yeah, does. it might have been my Sarah. <laughs> she was probably a girl you were messaging with at the time. <laughs> probably. Uh, here you go, better list than mine, Matt. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena, you've been to some good gigs. I have, I have been to many good gigs. 
<laughs> there you go. Oh, you'd be jealous of Gareth, by the way. He was just telling us about it. Uh, going to see Guns N' Roses. They'd be great, weren't they, Gareth? Amazing. Great gig. They were great in the 90s. He's <laughs> working in what? the 90s. That's amazing. But, like, they're... Like, I missed the gig in London because I stayed for Blood and Guts. Mm. And Blood and Guts was extremely good. So then I had this whole plan to go Patreon. to Glasgow. slash grapple. I had this whole plan to go to Glasgow to see them. And then I just, like, I had so little time. I was I can't even waste a day traveling to Glasgow. And then they fucking canceled it. And I just thought if I had... Because oh, obviously yeah. I've been through a lot of cancelled gigs mm. as a Pete Doherty fan, <laughs> but if I had spent that flying to Glasgow, I would be furious. I don't know what you expect, though. Don't, don't worry, like, Detroit, Detroit was better than them. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Detroit was uh, worth it, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was Detroit better was than Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Even with there you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll you'll get we'll get you to Guns N' Roses at some point, but absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, point wise, impact. Great, yeah, there you go. I've God, I've seen Guns N' Roses as well, you know, but I seen them in 2012 when a slash win in it, win in them. Like Buckethead. <laughs> yeah, so it, no, it was still good, but he, that was when he was legit going off stage in between songs, having like oxygen and fucking, you know. But then he didn't. I think I've told the story, but he didn't come onto the stage until about mm. midnight on midnight. So we stayed there until like half two in the morning and it was still rocking. But no, I was fuming because Over the Limit 2012 was on. So we got in, we got missed it. <laughs> I fucking ended up walking in with fucking Big Johnny Ace beat Cena in the main event. So I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I was fuming because Chris, your favourite Christian won the IC that night as well and I missed it. <laughs> A big night in wrestling history. <laughs> Humongous. <laughs> also, Pumpy Brian Benno. That's the, the IWC oh. Pumpy Brian match. We all remember that, didn't we? It's a big night in wrestling history, yeah, definitely. I yep. agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Impact, what we were saying about Impact, yeah, other than Josh Alexander's big heel turn that didn't actually happen. Um... <laughs> it's speedball, isn't it? And Trey Benno carrying it, carrying the company. Yeah, honestly, like speedballs. Like, I, I heard Meltzer like talking about him on his show this week, being like, oh, you know, he's like, you know, he's blowing up. It's a revelation. Like, people has been this good. I think it, it's just because he was spent so much time in Europe and stuff, didn't he? And couldn't go to America and that. Like he was, he's been that. He's been the highlights of so many indie shows I've been to. So many I've seen, like WrestleMania weekend, even you know, just watching, you know, this year, you know, get getting to see him out there and do it, doing all those matches. Like it's not a surprise, is it? But yeah, he's like literally the best thing in the company by like country mile by far. I'm guessing you didn't see the pay per view last week, got it. No, I've still got that to catch up on, but I do want to watch it because I know, like, every time they just like keep being consistently good. I I really want to watch Impact this week. I'm catching up on it because again, just looking at the ratings on the app, they're all like three and a half star plus. I think in the main, like, I think um, like that main event, like Perazzo and Mia Yim as well. That's like done well, like really good rating for like a you know women's match on the app um, as well. I know mm-hmm. she's only in the same ballpark as Chelsea Green, according to JP. Last according week. to JP. I'm gonna. I'm, I need to have like a little write to reply section where I'm just listening to you now and hearing like stuff. Being that bothered you, like, I'm sat there like shouting at my phone, like wishing I was still on the show. Like, but Chelsea Green and Diana Pratt were in the same class. Are you fucking joking? <laughs> so it's not popular here either. Chelsea Green is one of the worst wrestlers <laughs> I've ever seen. And not just that, as a person, she is so fucking annoying. I'll try and get herself on anything. Diana is actually great. 
Like she's there actually yeah. really good. She's not as well. Yeah. I'll second that motion. Mm. No wonder she's with that twat as well. Like they're both just out there having talent. Zero talent. See them both on GCW next month. Look forward to it, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I really don't like Chelsea Green, and I really hated that period a couple of months ago where there were twenty news stories about Chelsea Green a day. <laughs> Please, go get Diana Parasolo, good wrestler. I love Diana. She's wonderful. Bosh. Bosh. She's super nice. Mm. Really great. I, I really like her a lot. There you go. You're, the shooting has begun. Simon says on the chat here. Uh, yeah. you're, you're a big I'll fan of a fella. You're, you're a big fan of a fella, aren't you? Benno. Love a bit of Steve Macklin, don't you? Here's my backup. Here's my backup. We were watching the show. Wrestling journalist here. I said to you, who's that on screen? How many guesses did it take to get to Steve Macklin? I never even guessed Steve Macklin. The problem with Steve Macklin is he's always going to look like a man who's just shaved his beard five minutes ago, which is exactly what they call um, Elias' new character. Sorry, explain that. It looks like he just shaved his beard five no, minutes ago. because he's got that on his face because he used to have a beard, right? But he's got that face where it just looks freshly shaved, like he just made the decision, like he was just on Queer Eye, and they said, <laughs> we have to remove that beard, and then they did the reveal, and you're like, oh, he does look less scruffy, but at the same time, he looks like there's something missing. He looks weird. Yeah, he looks weird, but it just, his face just looks so freshly shaved, like, oh my God, I just had a breakdown in the bathroom and my beard's gone. Would you describe him as just a bloke? I was going to yeah, say, he's just a bloke, fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Not just me. I'm a, fan, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of old Macklin's work. I'm just all right, Dad. If you Steve, it's all right, isn't he? He's a professional wrestler. He does professional wrestling matches. That's all. I'm He's a professional bloke, better when he wants to challenge me. Uh, but anyway, this impact, yeah. What else happened? Say Miguel, then I've got to. I'm go. JP has kind of stole my thunder on Say Miguel. The way he's been bumming off lately, but brilliant. He's brilliant, mm. mate. Even carrying oh. on both of them, weren't from the, the leg stuff, which you know we said on the thing was a bit silly in past, but it made sense, didn't it? But oh, um, I was like, it's not just James I'm terrified to see in that match. It's Gareth as well. Like, oh, just, Gareth, like, I can't wait for you to see it, mate. Well, I'm on holiday next week, match. so I think it's, it's on my long list, that one of uh, stuff to watch on holiday. But Benno, did yeah. you watch him be Laredo Kid and the nip-up where he done it on one leg? <laughs> like, mm. Just having it at home. <laughs> I love it, you know. But that's a, that was I thought that was a good little match to have him do, you know, coming off of like the, the pay-per-view and getting a bit of buzz and stuff, throw throw him in there with him, let them like kind of go out there and kill it. Like it makes sense. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Mm. Got his got his uh, his heat back as well, got a wind in he? So mm. are they gonna go for that again at the ne- they won't be at the next pay-per-view? I think they might keep that for like the big pay-per-view, hopefully. But because Melts went four and a half on it, didn't he as well? Did he? Which I was, was surprised he went that. Mm. He went four and a half on speedball um, today, yeah, on the pay-per-view. 3.25 so. 3. then. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it lands on the real uh, the real scale. But no, I, I will say as well, just to go back to it, like um, speedball and Alan Angels, like I think Alan Angels immediately looked like a grown-up wrestler. Like you take him away from like the AEW five stuff, and he's like one of the dark order. He came out and he looked good. He looked like he he looked like he's got something to offer, and like impacts a perfect landing spot for him. Like that's the absolute place you want to be. Like it's it's one of them. It's like you know, there's you know, 
once you've got left AEW and you're that young, it is a bit like, okay, what are you literally going to do? WWE aren't going to sign you. So, like, what, what's your actual career plan? Coming to a place like Impact, developing, getting better, working matches like that against like a Bailey and like just being in the mix, maybe even not signing long term, maybe just staying there for a little while and then, you know, trying to get maybe gets out to Noah or he does something somewhere else. I think that'll that'll do him the world of good. Well, he did get all that offense in against Ken, didn't he? <laughs> 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 no, he's, per- I mean, he's, perf- he's perfect though for, for this, like at the age that he is. And now he's at that like bit of like grounding in there and then just for him to just do things like that. He's like a perfect guy who should be like coming over here, isn't it really? Where you like look at things opening up and you just think of people of a certain level just coming and... You know, he's the kind of guy who you might go and be interested in watching live over here as well. And he's going to learn stuff working with different people. He's got years ahead of him, hasn't he? And like, he's just been mixing mm-hmm. with the so many good people. You see, all like the backstage stuff, like being the elite, like a bit more personality coming out there and stuff. Like again, just mm-hmm. great because you know, like on Impact, they're going to get screen time, aren't they? They're going to get a chance to like yeah. fuck about and just do different stuff and oh, try yeah. stuff and things like that. And you chat, you're doing it in front of like a. Well, not a massive audience, a bigger audience, aren't you, kind of thing? So, yeah. good good, good for him, like, I think. Elsewhere on the show, you had some strong feelings on PCO, didn't you? Me? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's scary to watch. <laughs> he's just scary to watch. And you know what? I, I can't mean, believe he's still doing this shit. I can't believe, like, we're watching Impact in 2022, and he's still doing, like, swantons onto the game. The fans love him, though, Bello. Yeah, it's mad. They love him, though. It's, it's like... What were you describing? Well, was it was this when I said that it's not really worth it because he's never actually had like a high profile career, so there's no point to continue to do it at that age. Well, no, you were you were saying like he's <laughs> someone who like he's been around. Like you think about him, like how mad is it that like he was in the Quebecers, he was in early nineties WWF. You know what I mean? Like through never- to like. But yeah. he, ne- he never hit a height. He's fifty four years old, mm. and he's never hit a height ever mm. so you just wonder why he's still doing it like it's just pointless and he's literally now trying to kill himself for no reason but he's been doing this for like a few years hasn't he uh, like he is only now yeah, yeah. So, he was in brawl for all and i do love brawl for all <laughs> that is a highlight of uh, of my life but that's it he was in he was in the quebecers he did fucking brawl for all he you know my quebecers amazing french canadians as well we yeah he come back with him Rousseau got him in for the Lance Storms. Um, everyone forgets he was in the original Team Canada, weren't he? But then he couldn't get mm. his visa sorted, so he had to. That's get right, off yeah. Visa. But I was yeah. telling Steph, like, I bought like some rando Canadian indie DVD in like 2005 because he had a match with CM Punk on it and I wanted to see it. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, this this old guy who used to be in the WWF work, CM Punk, yeah. how cool is that? It's fucking like 18 years ago. It's <laughs> he's still going. Like, yeah. he looked finished then. Like, it's. Yeah. Oh, it's Bizarre to see, and like he, he had a good know. match with Brett. Can yeah, you in your house free. <laughs> John Pierre if really stole Brett's jacket. Legend storyline, <laughs> proper stuff. That proper stuff. <laughs> That's it. He was X in the X division in TNA. Liam said in the chat there. Yeah, yeah. That's that as well. Just, oh, he's <laughs> all right. What's that? Good for him. Yeah, well, somehow he's still going. And, like, I, I thought him and Black Taurus on the show was a lot of fun as well. It was just a, a fun little, like, big lads knocking each other around. Peace. What's PCO going to do next? Still. He's going to do good. a moonsault. Is he going to land on his own head or is he going to land on Black Taurus's neck? One or the other or both <laughs> and actually manage to do both. And, you know, you're getting your entertainment while you are of it, whether that's a good or a bad thing. 
But yeah, fun show, in fact, this week. I enjoyed it, Matt. Yes, always is, Ben. It's the first one I've watched. For, like, well, I didn't watch, I haven't got an answer. Diana versus me and him yet. But mm. the way they showed it, I skipped to the end and the way they, because they didn't have time, but the way they showed it, it looked like they did have a good competitive match. So, and me and him got the win going on to uh, wrestle Grace for the title at the next event. So, mm. yeah, there you go. That should be a decent match. We were talking about that, weren't we, last week? We were kind of that's where the Diana Parato, you know, conversation, Chelsea Green conversation came. They're up. gonna go for the tag on the I think they're gonna go green and Parato, and then Yim mm. is gonna go after the uh singles. Not a bad choice, is it? No, it's yeah, good. Yeah, saying it's about that. Like I'm actually surprised like AW didn't pick me Yim up, obviously bringing Keith Lee in. I know it's yeah. not a given that you bring them both in together, Makes but sense, like though, yeah. She's probably there most tapings, isn't she? I'm surprised. Like, yeah, they haven't gone all through. Maybe she's done some darks and I've not seen it or something. But I, think like, she, yeah. I don't know whether she did or not. No, no. There's just no me again. No, no, it's an odd one. But no, on that point, obviously, you know, we've got these uh, questions we're going to get to. And I think me and JP will probably have the bigger um, AW conversation next week. So I didn't feel like a particularly um, noteworthy show. But you did do your homework this week, Matty, and did watch some... Uh, some dynamite getting to add to uh, to what me and JP talked about in, uh, on the weekend show with uh, the dynamite this weekend and stand out to you. Uh, it's just uh, Wardlow, wasn't it, Ben? Winning the uh, the TNT title, we we said we called that. Me and you, Gareth, when we were carrying the uh, the ship, we were saying that's what was going uh, to actually happen, wasn't it? And no one did love though, Ben. You can tell, can't you? We're like they had all the fake. Um, team, what is it? Team Lambert fighters. They just look like indie wrestlers this week, and they were the Wardlow was just destroying them all. That, that was good. Mm. Like, so did you yeah. see the, uh, the the ratings were up with women this week? Does that check you? Sorry, mate. The ratings were up with women this week, and they were saying apparently, you know, the uh, the female demo was up. Wardlow, in it. Wardlow, there you go. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'll say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's like she had to think about it then. <laughs> I know it's true. Well, they don't like violent women, do they? So, you know. We don't like violence. We turned off by Blood and Guts last week. We just like giant beefcake men, but no violence, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was kind of like the biggest highlight, wasn't it, at Dynamite this week? It definitely felt like, like I, I will say to the credit, it felt like a bit of a, a, a good rebuild week in that like it felt back to basics back i didn't think normal. you know it doing just under a million is absolutely fine by me considering you know what they offered like moxley brody king is a main event with a one-week build you know it's a it's a monster of the week defense for moxley but it didn't you know feel like consequential or or, or that important but they still tried to do a job you know selling through the show with like you know the moxley interview and the video packages and they actually you know something they don't do every week you know they did the job of promoting this is our main event and it's important you know that's something on the uh, the aw year interview and uh, me and uh, me and you going to uh, with jp a lot of uh, gareth so that was that was good to see but like yeah, oh, outside of that, it didn't feel like a, a show with a lot of, you know... Come on, Ben. Come on. Well, Christian. We're talking well, about Christian. Every week we've got to talk about Christian segment. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that at least, Gareth? I know you're a big Christian. Were you saying on Twitter you're a big Christian guy, but you're a week behind? Yeah, that, that was the week before that I saw that where he, uh, he did the old Ravish and Recruit line. Of, yeah. Uh, <laughs> City Sweat Oaks. I was like, you fucking guess. What a lad. He's <laughs> you Christian over, like he? that now. <laughs> But oh, he was he was good again this week, wasn't he? Every time I walk oh, out my yeah. front door, I'm like this. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Benny, it's just good to see, mate. It's just good to see him, like, still going and still, uh, uh, you know, on a, a decent storyline and stuff like that. But I just, once again, how long's Jungle Boy out for? Does anyone know how long he's out for? No, I don't think it's been reported yet, so it yeah, could be short for the long term. But I don't think I think this story can do that. It, yeah, no, I'm saying it it, it, it makes know? sense with this, doesn't it? Just to see, like, you know, what they do with Luchasaurus even more, who he can like destroy and stuff, and Christian loving well, it as he's doing it. To that point, I don't want to see any more segments with Matt Hardy. Like that that he game. Terrible, like, didn't he? No, he's seeing, but but it's just, it's so mid to that. I mean, it, again, so bad. <laughs> what are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, of all the people for Christian to bring out, fucking Matt Hardy, <laughs> like, and then he's he's trying to tie into the fact that you know he used to be a heel, but it's just like the way he talks and hmm. the amount of times they've tried to get this man like any kind of character, and then obviously, what's he got on Tony Khan? Like it's awful. Yeah, he's got to, and, <laughs> and you would think, like, I don't know why. I don't know why Jeff got himself arrested. If we have to still suffer, Matt Hardy, like, what was the point, Jeff? What was the point? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. And it's just. I think it, that's coming up in it, though. Hardy, Matt Hardy, the Luchasaurus has got to happen next week or whatever it is. It's got to, you know, but he doesn't. He follows it up, can't though, doesn't he? To be fair, with Matt Hardy, yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> Feuds and like little stories. He's had more. He's had more attention to detail with his writing than Jungle Boy. That's yeah. like you know, who actually got somewhere. I don't I get it. Some nerd to add up Matt Hardy's TV time compared to an actually good wrestler under the age of twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm trying not to complain too much though, because like for all our complaints about you know Forbidden era AEW now that's you know in the behind us it did feel like a back to basic show i don't love mid 2000 guys being on you know on screen together that, that feels very like that's like a 2021 me and you complaints in it gareth that's what we were going on on about last year so let's not bring that back let's just hope it was a it was a one-off and we move on but no christian's been great like i i can't argue as the biggest christian hater on the podcast he's been very good you know oh. promo wise you know I, I still stand by. I still don't want to see him do babyface matches with Kenny Omega and you know take it to the limit and even beat him. But what are you going to do? Um, in this role, I like it. It's good. Tech billionaire Christian. I'm with it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, the big out to something else. I did that first one. Oh, good, yeah. just, he's locked off on that first one. Is he? He'll try like. It's great. <laughs> heels in it. Heels are never hot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, elsewhere on the show, is there anything we're missing really? Like, like highlight wise, I mean, Eddie Kingston cut that promo on. But the barbed wire matches in it, Ben, coming on. Mm-hmm. In yeah, two weeks, yeah. The the shark cage. Have you heard the reason yeah. why they're doing the shark cage? Because it's shark week. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, well, that's like what a... it is. It's like that. Like, Jericho yeah. loves the shark cage. Someone said he's got like a shark cage fetish. You seen that on Twitter the other week? That <laughs> was last week, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it was just you know that'll be that'll be. I knew this these were gonna have like a a gimmick match coming up, but mm. they have to have something with the, the fire involved. I'm, I'm sure of that. Like, but that'll be all right, then, won't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. See what uh, that's got. They'll, they'll give that some build and give that. It's two weeks away, isn't it? On uh, on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's getting its that's own thing. One thing you can say for that, at least, at least they gave it two weeks because recently they've been doing this thing. Mm. It was like one week or not. But will he mention it next week on telly? That's the thing. You know, about. Oh, he will. He will. He'll be a big, big angle. Yeah, yeah, he will be. Mm. 
Well, I think the idea, though, like seriously, of doing an exploding barbed wire death match on television mm. is something because they got enough. It's gonna be a draw, isn't it? They got enough shit for putting it on pay per view. This mm. is really gonna bring out the um, anti-violence weirdos. Like, <laughs> it is. Well, they want to want to do it right as well, aren't they? After last yeah. time, like you know, Kingston's, you know, after after all that, he's gonna want to do something. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. Like, what to what degree it's like rubber barbed wire, and to what degree, like you know, the explosions that are. The fireworks yeah, went off last time, didn't he? <laughs> that was it. But I, I honestly thought this week, like, ramp. I mean, it's like the hipster thing to say because don't get me wrong, it's still kind of pointless watching it. Rampage was probably best than Dynamite this week. Like, I think it was. Uh, I think it, to be fair, like we 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 stick the boot in on Rampage because it doesn't feel essential, and it isn't. You know, the, the world has kind of caught on to that. But really, consistently, you know, the last couple of months or so, there's been a what you're not lacking for good matches on Rampage, and there was like there was some good stuff on it this week, Matt. I didn't get round to it, but this Cassidy versus Tony Nice, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, was no, that, I haven't was... seen this, I haven't seen that yet. Then, that that, mate? You're not a big fan of Tony Nice, no, I'm not really into him. You know, I like Mark Sterling, I like his, his shtick, like, but don't want to see you. Tony Nice wrestle for 15 minutes just being a wrestler, so no, I don't want to <laughs> see him. He might just be a bloke, you <laughs> It was no, it was. Oh, there's a few of them, but yeah, niece, niece is the definition of it. JR was basically wanking himself silly on commentary about him, um, was he? Which tells you, which tells you everything about like Tony Nice's upside, which is that I'm not sure if there is any, but he went, no, he works as like this mid card, like here with the goofy manager who's out Dude, there, yeah, with, with Taylor. The man. It's fine, he's still like you know, I wouldn't have picked him up, he's still like you know, one of 20 wrestlers too many that they've got, but you know, are you gonna slag off Tony Nice? Yeah, I was going to say, it. <clears throat> I disagree with you because at the end of the day, he's an ex-WWE guy. And if you wanted that character, like a goofy mid-card guy to lose with a manager, I would have unmasked one of the Dark Order and given them the job rather than, yeah, you know, like a young unknown guy rather than Tony Nese. There are a lot of wrestlers on the roster, I suppose, that could uh, could fill that yeah. role, couldn't they? Well, uh, what do you think, Joe? Uh, I'll leave that. I'll move on now. What was that? I haven't seen King versus... Um... Takashita, I haven't seen that match yet, Ben. That's been great, hasn't it? Yeah. Gareth, you'll like that one. Like, that was, it was funny because, like, yeah, after Dynamite, the um, the fight feed just kept going. I don't know if you saw that. And it just kind of, like, we honestly, I heard you saying (laughs) 10 minutes in before they cut it. And then, like, the the match was a couple of minutes, you know, the match itself had only just started, but we got, like, the entrances and all that. Thought we were going to get to see it live on air. On Wednesday night after the, after Dynamite, it would have been the match of the night, you know, by far, like because it was really, really good. They added a bit of crowd sweetening and, and, and stuff to it as well. But so it was like a hard hitting match where, like, you know, I think the, the point of the match was supposed to be that, like, you know, Kingston is, you know, the veteran and, you know, Takeshita is like this, you know, this newcomer to the company, but he's like the, the hot kind of young wrestler who's going to push Kingston to the limit. As far as telling that story, they did a perfect job finisher like the finish bled into that as well where they're both basically lying there dead at the end of the match and Excalibur's trying to put over that like um you know Kingston's barely you know if he hadn't landed that way he wouldn't have beat him because he can't they kind of both he kind of hits him with a knockout punch and then collapses on him for the pin JR's doing his best to trod all over it and you know, <laughs> undo, undo the logic of it but it's it actually sounded like the edited some of JR's commentary out in that moment because we're into the second hour and he's uh He's getting grumpy, but outside of that, even JR seemed like he was having a good time. It was just two lads, you know, hitting each other, you know, really hard, wearing their influences on the sleeve and just going out there and, you know, and having a great, great little rampage match. I 
I don't think I put me uh, keep me writing for the app yet, but I think I'll go for. Um, yeah, if you have seen everyone go for on it, then it's definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and as Sean says here in the uh, in the chat, yeah, uh, Takashi's up, up against the uh, Mox on Wednesday as well. Oh, so yes, another that big spot for him. He up. suffered, didn't he? I think Forbidden Door being in the way, like it was almost like, well, we're doing New Japan stuff now, so kind of get out the way. We're all talking about this Hangman match, but uh, we'll get back to you in a bit. But it's good to get him back to him, isn't it? And that you know, he looked great him. in a Hangman match. He, he looked really good. Mm. And if you like him, you can come see him at it. Apparently, progress. Apparently, he's doing progress next week. I don't know how the or next month. I don't know how they uh, they got that. But there you go. That's happening. But yeah, outside that, that match was great. Main event was very good. Aaron Casties like. The most I've enjoyed Orange Cassidy ever has been this last month, and I'm not someone who wasn't aware of him before, sort of a billion times. You bought him a drink in a in a pub in Wolverhampton that time, Matty, before you even knew who he was. Um, you know, did I? Give me a <laughs> no, I did, like, but I can't remember at all. <laughs> Matty bought, someone, Matty bought someone a drink. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was also the kitty money, just just to throw that in there, by the way. <laughs> it wasn't his own cash. <laughs> but, was that the same guy who said, eh, hello, mate, did you go to the show? And he went, yeah, I was in the main event. <laughs> Remember that? Can't remember who that was. <laughs> it was either Leo Yeah. I bought for your bevy as well, old Brycey. Bought him a bevy as well, Beryl. You did, yeah. Bryce Ramsworth, you know, your old mate, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I've I, I really enjoyed Orange Cassidy's work um, the last while, and I think you've kind of, I think the commentators have kind of done, doing a better job of explaining like the, the gimmick, and I think it's it has been boiled down to just a you know not that it was the most complex gimmick in the world, but it's as simple as he psychs people out at the start of the match, and then he wrestles a match like a regular wrestler, and he talks pretty much like a regular person now, and most of his goofy spots are almost you can almost take them as like it's like he's posing you know what i mean it's like he's doing a taunt it's, it's like taunt. he's messing with his opponents it's less less of the you know the slow motion and the and the, and the daft stuff it's i think it's the best combination of uh of his two strengths which is as a fiery baby face he is really good from underneath so yeah i really enjoyed that didn't enjoy, there's a lot of roh stuff on the show though that was that really felt like it was like oh we got a pay-per-view coming so let's set up some matches like they literally the big like coming then, isn't it? Joe and mm. the lethal, your big one. <laughs> Literally on the same show, they kind of had the uh, Lee, Lee Moriarty and uh, and Gresham kind of do the, uh, the the tag team partners who don't get along, and then Gresham turn to set up a match. And then on the exact same show, Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez were, were teaming up, and then by by the end of the match. Um, they're fighting each other and then within three minutes there's a graphic on the screen going oh yeah and they're fighting each other for the title on the pay-per-view it was like Tony realized oh shit I've got two weeks to go for this pay-per-view one week worth of Rampage TV time I can give this in the build realistically so match 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 and he's just slapping stuff together got FTR backstage cutting promos on the Briscoe brothers just yeah you know that's the that's the attention it's going to get unfortunately and the the sooner Deep's going for the title what's that Deep's going for the belt. Yeah. Going for the belt. There you, go. you might be an ROH fan, mate. <laughs> oh, he is. Garcia Uter as well, Gareth, isn't he? You'd be well watching this. Is that be good? Oh, well. Sold. Where's <laughs> my tracking? <laughs> yeah, just goes to us. There you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah, there's a, they've done the setup there, but it did feel a little bit rushed. But genuinely in ring, like you give me a match as good as that open, as good as that, the match at the end of the show. And uh, it was worth, I would say it's worth your time, Rampage. Um, this week, but yeah, anything else on AEW from uh, from you guys? Like I say, me and JP will uh, talk a little bit more next week. 
No, just looking yeah. forward to these two fighter fest, Ben. Should be a decent shows. The Bucks in a civil threat again. <laughs> the Gareth's yeah. favourite <laughs> defending in civil threat. So be a bad match, but why are we still doing fighter fest? Like fire fest was an out of date meme. The first time they did it, like what the game one was it the gaming link, isn't it? Is that that when uh, I give two stars to Nakazawa versus Jibaili? Haven't even got the game out yet, though, either. This is all like this whole fucking shit. They've been doing this show for three years, they still can't get the fucking game out. No game, it is coming though soon. But I think Ken was going on about it the other day on his Twitch. Something mm. about it coming out the end of the year or beginning of early next year, I think now. Mm, so good, it took them long enough. I was going to say that's when they turn profits, don't they? Now because that's what's keeping them in the red. This game. Mm. <laughs> there you go. They'll sort it out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it on AW. And yeah, you want to hear more of uh, Gareth's thoughts on AW? You can tune in to the uh, to the AW uh, half year in review that uh, many of our, our fans and haters alike, I'm sure, will uh, find plenty to uh, to enjoy in uh, in that podcast. Uh, but yeah, you, uh, you you gave us uh, gave us uh, your heart and soul into that one, Gareth. It was uh, it was like old times, right? three hours on AW. Me, you, and JP. It was. It was great. Well, I say. Petty cells on the back air, but it was a great show. It was, it was fucking. Uh, I thought it was excellent. Like I really kind of walked away from it at the end, thinking we've absolutely covered everything there. Like I don't. I think it was like proper, like no stone left unturned, and whether it was just like opinion or whether it was just like putting like a lot of fact together behind it and things, wasn't it? Like it was, um, you know, working with the numbers or you know, proper going into detail on storylines and stuff like that, or you know, picking out feuds and matches and that. I really felt like we uh, we did a good, like, thorough uh, thorough job on that one. And, again, it was one of them that you walked away happy from. And I'll always say, five quid. Five quid to be a Patreon. Just, it's worth five quid to listen to that one show. There you go. What a sell job. Patreon.com. Download <laughs> the app as well. Well, you know what I mean. Um, oh, cheers. <laughs> you can look forward to that. That'll be uh, landing on the feed. I think it'll be uh, Wednesday this week. So, uh, yeah, patrons, uh, look forward to that. And, yeah, we are going to make it a regular thing as we talked about in McCarrot. So, uh, you can uh, check that out. But, yeah, I suppose uh, last thing we did, uh, though, uh, before we knew we were going to have uh, three different run-ins, uh, Matthew, we, uh, we put a call out for some uh, some questions to this podcast. But I think we've got uh, still some time to uh, to power through them, if that's yeah. right with you. You're, you're half tell curfew in the mud, by the way, mate. It's um, <laughs> what's that? You have 12 curfews in the mud, but I reckon I'll be a Ben. No, it's all right, just get it done. But once you're in the mud, what now, Gareth? You better, Ben. I'll do a 24 hour like you, Martin. Now, Gareth, here. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna stick around with us to answer these questions, Gareth? Um, why not? I mean, here we go. There we go. Good, man. See, see what they are first. <laughs> Dangerous. Uh, oh, they're going up more as I uh, as I refresh here. Okay, I'll start at what appears to be the top, but there might be more. I'll, uh, I'll refresh in a minute. Uh, James Lynn, in the spirit of the current fine weather, um, and that these conversations seem to take a turn when food's involved, wants to find out about Matty's barbecue preferences, charcoal or gas, um, favorite barbecue items, favorite sides, perfect barbecue drink. And he takes. Oh, right, we're having the, if we're having a little barbecue buffy, right? <laughs> We've got to have. Proper, yeah. Um, what are we going for? Them little dish, but I haven't got a proper Barbie, I've only got them little disposable ones. Ben, remember, we you were around at mine for one minute, you those little trays. When Gary <laughs> tried to kill us with food poisoning when he made chicken on yeah, the yeah, bad, yeah, <laughs> bad. But if we're going a little buffy, you've got to go, yeah, burger, got to be a burger, bit of bit of cush cush in there, 
on the bar. Is that going on the barbecue? But I still have it. Bit, bit of coleslaw. Can't have corn on the cobs anymore because of me diabetes. But I used to love them on the barbie as well. Mm. Uh, Blacken them up, the uh, corn on the cobs. But yeah, I don't really, I'm not big on chicken on the barbie, you know, Ben. I'm not into that. I, I, don't, no, I don't like that, you know. What about you, Gareth? Yeah. Sausage, don't you? Or a yeah. vegetarian burger or something. Yeah, I was going to say, well, barbecue's oh, just yeah, out for me now, veggie, but I, I, know, I was never a massive veggie fan. Burger. I've got to be like, got... <laughs> shit, like, it's, um... <laughs> <laughs> even, when I, even when I ate meat, though, it always just like, I think it just cooks bad. It always like, I don't know, it's never, doesn't it? <laughs> never, never that good barbecue meat for me, like, uh, back, in, back in the day, but it would have, it would have been the, would have been the burger, but it was also a bit schneid, the burger. I always thought, like, slightly, <laughs> slightly crusty and a bit burned on the outside or whatever, or, you know, like... Just to make sure it was done in the middle, then yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah, like, fair play to the... You need, I think you need a proper barbie, though, don't you? You need a proper... I, like... I, always, I always remember, like, when I think of barbecues, I think about being at, like, Leeds Festival. We'd been there about four days, and, like, my mate Eli is a right scummy bastard anyway, and then, like, he... he, he, he <laughs> He'd had like these sausages in the corner of the tent, you know, so they've been out there in the fucking heat and stuff for like four oh, days. No. And then he's there, like, coming with his like filthy four day festival hands, holding these sausages, bringing them to Sarah. Do you want a sausage on the barbecue? And she's just like, like, fucking Eli was like walking E. coli, like, just absolutely oh, like, no, no, no thanks, mate. And that's uh, I always just <laughs> think that with barbecues, just dodgy, risky, dodgy. Yeah. yeah, make it at home. I've got a George Foreman, I'll make a burger there. Big fan of the uh. Mega burgers, they've got an Aldi at the minute. They're a little bit of jalapeno in. I'd highly recommend them. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Quick to the mega burgers, yeah. Big fan, big fan. Uh, Chris Elliott, then. Uh, top five. Not many wrestling questions here. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Top five 90s footballers. Uh, 90s. Top five. Yeah. Let's go oh, favorite. Well, number one, Del Piero. Del Piero's number one for me. First footy player mm. I ever liked was Del Piero. Um, where else have we got going? Ne- you know, who was never a fan of Gareth. Never as a Dan guy, you know. Never one, you know. Overrated. He was, uh, Madrid. He wasn't that good for Madrid. No, I was always so. Ronald. At the time, it was Ronaldinho or Zidane. Zidane got a bit, you know, a bit older. But I was always Ronaldinho. But nineties, I'll go Del Piero. Um, who else should we going in the Premier you now? I think. You jump in, Gareth. Help me here as well, mate. I'm trying to think here. Oh, well, I'd, I'll always throw Robbie Fowler in the mix because he's just like. Prime Fowler. I always right. loved Collymore at us, though. You know, with that that one season in the cricket, like home kit. I love Collymore. You know, for us, he was fucking great. Um, Fowler yeah, before the knee injury. Chris Waddle, one of my all-time top five favorite players. Can't beat a bit of Chris Waddle. <laughs> Still doing Chris it for Waddle. Sheffield Wednesday in Bradford. Scored against Everton, didn't he? From like the halfway line or something. Roberto Carlos. Would you throw in Bergkamp for JP? Because he's not here, you know. He's one for me as well, boys. Another one overrated for me. I, I, I've never like. I think it, that that get me like absolutely destroyed in certain quarters. But the goal against Argentina, I mean, that's probably my top five favorite goals of all time. If we're going there, that is unreal. But <laughs> I just think overall he was just a bit, a bit overrated. But I thought he was good, like of course. But no, not for me. I was a, a little bit like. Oh, go on. I was going to say, I'm a big Raul guy. Where you saying about like Del Piero there? That was used to be the. Oh, I love. I was mate. the Italian Gareth though. Yeah. Ravinelli when he was at Butter. Janino, Emerson. Yeah. I love that era of Butter, even though they went down. I, I love that team. I used to love Ravinelli, Viali when he was at Chelsea. Even just all the like Zola, the Italian, Di Matteo. Even yeah. that celebration when he was on, I love it. <laughs> just you know, 
just the Italian, the Italy, like, was the first, like, I told the story when the only time I played in our school team was in year six, and we had the white Italy. That was our school kit, the white Italy top, and just loved Del Piero, though. I can't say I fucking, like, I was obsessed with him at a point. I genuinely was obsessed with him. Unbelievable player. Quality you're, sizes. You're more... Did you replicate oh, his little... Yeah, I used to do them all the time, of course, about, yeah. Legend. And I always say... Football, you? So you get, you could, how good... Can You can just imagine how good he smelt, though, can't you, Gareth? He just would have smelt amazing, <laughs> wouldn't he? He just would have smelt fucking great, like... Oozing <laughs> it. Uh, Chris Elliott's throwing in a, a shout for uh, Ferrari Cantona, you know. Decorate, oh, uh, let, what a play! Turn Man U's fortunes around. He's a, he's a Man U fan, isn't he? And mm. if it weren't for him, like just. But uh, speaking of things, though, big moments. Imagine if that kung fu kick happened now. Can you imagine it? Do you know what I mean? Like, and how much it was made of then. Imagine that if that happened now, this day and age, it'd just be unbelievable, wouldn't it? What a what an incident! Like. <laughs> What? <laughs> remember there was like I remember there being like news stories where oh, these computer game companies are going to develop Eric Cantona's Kung Fu Kick the yeah. video game type of thing and it was like but it was front base press for like nine six months, months ago. Got, didn't he? nine months <laughs> did he go to jail for it Gareth? I think he didn't did he, only he? Do, did he only do community service I mean, he got nine months banned from the pen didn't he because he come back and scored against us that penalty didn't he yeah yeah and it wasn't a fucking pen that either sorry I'm just... yeah <laughs> <laughs> When Fowler rattled him on the near post. That, oh, yeah, and bully Gary Neville and Chip Schmeichel. <laughs> <laughs> Would it blow your mind, Matty, to know that I uh, I named a pet in the 90s after Toto Scalacci? The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You big World Cup 90 guy then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I was that age, like six, seven, where you're starting to like, yeah, you know, yeah. kind of understand who the players are and stuff like that, yeah. Remar- yeah World Cup 94 was, was the one I remember like, like literally, I had a black and white telly in my room. That's how like yeah long ago it was. Uh, we, the pass down of pass downs for my first telly was like, black and white. Everyone and had one of them with a little shit that? antenna on the back. Oh like, yeah, and you had to tap to, like, it if it was got. You had to hit it to like make it stay still. Did you ever get and the just... trick of like putting a coat hanger in it to uh, to get the signal? No, I didn't get on that then. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, the, the, the first, around, me- you know? the first memory I had was tuning in. Tune it in, and just as I got it right, Roberto Baggio missed that penalty. I stayed because I stayed up to like half ten. I was only about what eight, and I just remember turning on, and he missed that penalty in the final. It was like just memories, lad. Isn't it? You know, I love them. Eight, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get JP back. We'll do a proper, uh, proper stuff five with them. Uh, Tim Lewis asks a kind of wrestling question: What's the lo- what's the most low shite low rent Brit wrestling you've seen at a show? Use are better for me than that, I'll think. You though, just say any show you went to, wouldn't you? <laughs> What's low rent like, as in a, a match, a, a, a wrestler? A... Yeah, just cheap Brit res, just fucking shite, you know what I mean? Like basketball hoops or something, I suppose you could say. Or no, like... but I, I, I put this as the best, just to flip his question. Like when I went to Real that time, it was like fake Kane and that. That was just the best of all time. Like kids running <laughs> up to him, that. thinking he was Kane. And it's like, it's just great though. I mean, you probably... Making a mug out of them, <laughs> but it's like you know, the kids are gonna—it's a memory they'll have. Do you know what I mean? So stuff like that, you know, you you just gotta take your hats off to stuff like that. But I, anything bad, Ben, I'll say it was always bladdered, wasn't I? So I, I always had a good time at these shows. You know what I mean? So 
See, I would say the tribute shows speaking of low rent are like, yeah, some of the worst stuff I've been to or going to um you know, to see like All Star and stuff. Like I went a couple of times to see that you know, we talked about it, see Brian Danielson, yeah, see Coco Cabana, and it just for years put me off like any idea of British people wrestling because it was just you know, fat blokes and singlets who just you know didn't look like any sort of the telly. First time I, I was like, I didn't get work at the time, but the first show I remember going to for All Star and Johnny mm. Devine before he was in TNA was on mm. there and he was the first person I ever heard like sell Mitch because I walked I walked out and he was like, I'm not doing the accent, but he was like, Polaroids, 10 pounds. And I was like, what? I mean, like I was 16, I was like, what, a tenner for that? And I was like, the first time I ever like seen a wrestler selling something. And now obviously, off give Will Osprey a five and I'll give fucking <laughs> even charge Martina didn't even charge me for the picture or like Callahan stuff, you know. I'll 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 give money for stuff for them, but yeah, mm. tenner for the Johnny Divine eight by ten in like two thousand and two. Gareth, are you paying that? Worth some of that Probably would be, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I went to like a Butland show once that I'd like you know, some bloke came out to like Hulk Hogan's song, and like, you know, it wasn't quite full tribute, but it was just again put me off Brit Res. Like, don't know, like low rent from like modern, the more modern Brit Res companies, other than you know the obvious real life stuff. I can't think of anything then. No, particularly no. about the scene. How about you, Gareth? I'm the same. Like, I can't think of it. There's nothing like immediately like springing to mind that like I think of as mm. like low rent. Like, I think. um my mind's immediately just drawn to that era, probably with them posters there that you were talking about. That put me off British wrestling for like 15 years See? or something. Like the, you, you know, got looking, it right, Simon. Just got it. So the Red Power Ranger, you must have seen him in action because I did. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen his posters around, the, around town, but I never actually got to the uh, an Undertaker 2. Uh, not the Undertaker, yeah. he's, he's in the second incarnation. Yeah, so um, to be honest, I thought the same, that All Star show I went to, so uh, Klondike Cake came out. And like walked to the front row full of kids and was like, fuck off, you little shits. Like within like a second of the match ending, the announcer was like, we'd just like us apologize for our yes, You're getting a free t shirt. You're getting a free t shirt. You can come backstage if you want to. Sorry, sorry, sorry about that. It was just like, yeah. Wow. This is the level we're uh, dealing with. Um, what's your first wrestling memory? I was in what first got you hooked uh, from British wrong style. First um, memory was sitting in my nan's. And I watched um, Tuesday in Texas. It was probably the first. I remember Skinner against Bret Hart opened it. And I just sat there. It was just on. It must have been about 8 o'clock. And I just was just didn't move for the whole two hours. And that's when Macho Man and Jake the Snake, where Jake like, slaps Elizabeth, doesn't he, after, in, after the match. And it's just an incredible like match. And I, well, not incredible, but the whole angle, the whole build-up and everything's great about that. But I remember... So I remember seeing Robocop advertised for the first time as well. Like was, that was coming on Sky Movies as well. And I just, yeah, just Sky back in the day. It was like a different world, wasn't it, boys? It was just like, what, you know, what's going on here? It was just, as you're a kid, they, no, you know, everyone, the kids have got it better nowadays, no doubt. But we had it special, uh, with that, you know what I mean? I can remember being real. Like, man's not like, oh, this great angle or this great... It's just, I think... Like maybe I'm wrong on the details. I feel like I saw like IRS versus the big boss man and my cousin explaining to me like why they were like wrestling in like pants and like shirts and 
what the boot things were that they were wearing, you know what I mean? Like explaining it to me. And I vaguely remember. I, I, I'm not 100% on Mountie, but I'm certain, like, I'm certain Bossman. Yeah, the feud, Bossman and IRS. The That's TV what I mean. Oh, yeah. Like... The great uh, angle, isn't it? When, you know, he puts them in prison and stuff. And, you know, IRS is... Uh, I... Oh, that's the Mounties. I'm getting the mix. That's the Mounties. With IRS and Bossman, did have a TV one? Well, maybe that's what I saw, because I do remember asking about the tie, but I do remember... It's all blurred together. I remember asking about Mountie as well. I'm not sure which combination it it was, but yeah, that's kind of my first hazy memory, and then it's just like, yeah, you know, exchanging the videos they'd have in Walmart. WrestleMania 9 is my most vivid first memory. Like, watching that in Caesars Palace is like... The Tuesday in Texas is like, you know, as you say, a bit grainy, a bit hazy, but... Watching the whole of WrestleMania 9 was like oh, in yeah. my mate's house. Like it was on like three in the afternoon, wasn't it? The next day or whatever. Atmosphere was I... that the remember the atmosphere like um sponsor the game, remember atmosphere with like oh, no, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. that? Fucking, yeah, bizarre. Well, but... That's one of my earliest memories of being in the IWC, Matty, WrestleMania 9, because, like, I uh, I spoke to you about big Barry, who was, like, the one person I knew who was, like, into, like, he must have been on, like, ICQ or something like that, or whatever, like, the early incarnation. Very, very early incarnation was, like, of the internet back then, or, like, some, or maybe he was ringing hotlines, I don't know what he was yeah. doing. I remember the morning after, I'm going, oh, Hulk Hogan's um, the world champion. And I was going, as if, like, he's not even in, he's not even in the main event we're on about. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. way. And I went round to be cousins to, to, to watch the show. So the show started, like, we're stupid. So it's like three in the afternoon, UK time. We just think it's live, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I'm like, yeah, you you believe what Barry Grundy said? He, he said that Hulk Hogan wins the title. And the moment Hogan came out, it was like, Holy fucking shit, how did he know this? And yeah. then he wins the belt at the end. And it was like, oh, that's my first well, wrestling spoiler. We always go back to that, Ben. I was like, you know, we always use Hogan's age or like stealing. Me and me mates, and even the dad, when we watched that, we hated it at the time. And we're like, seven, Ben, we hated it. <laughs> so we so like, imagine you were 12, 13, 16, 18, 21. You're going to fucking despise <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was fuming. I was absolutely fuming. Yeah, it's, awful. <laughs> it's the worst ever, though. It actually is the worst whatever. Oh. But it's getting old, yeah. Terrendous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of old, mine's is mine's world of sport. Like that's my that's my <laughs> old, oldest memories. Like I, I just used to watch that every week. Like I, I think I reckon I was watching world of sport from. About eighty three or something like that, and it was just Fuck what I did. It was just, just what I did on a Saturday afternoon, and like, but my memories for that, like, the, apart from just like the pure wrestlers themselves, the things that it, I've, I've said this before, totally burned in my brain. This definitely isn't based on recall. It was when um, the Regal and Brookside tag match when Nagasaki um, hypnotized him to turn on his partner. I don't know if you've ever watched that, yeah. Matty. You fucking love that, like, but yeah, um, I've, I've heard, yeah, I've heard about it. It's Regal in it, so yeah. Yeah, I think that was the last. Um, I think that was the last. That might have even been like the last world of sport, maybe. But like that's one that's there. But I can remember even like there was that transition period where world of sport was going off, and they started to like bleed in some WWF. Like so, I remember seeing there in what must be I don't know, like eighty eight or something. Like I can vividly remember that the R Foundation wrestling in blue and like on just ITV in the afternoon and stuff. That, so like, they're like the, the old the pure memories. With Elton Wellsby, at like Saturday afternoon, or I remember that early nineties, but didn't know WF was on ITV then. Like, 
there was a little run like where again I don't even know if it was just for like two months or like one month or something like that. But there was just there was a couple of weeks where it was because I because I, 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 I must have seen Ogan because I remember seeing Gremlins two or something about Gremlins two and seeing Ogan and knowing who he was. Yeah. Like at the, mm. so. That's... Well, do you know? Did you ever have your obviously Eurosport? Did they they had like all Japan, didn't they, or New Japan on in like the early nineties? Yeah, remember, remember watching that in my dad's? It was like it's a different world, madness. isn't it? Yeah, like all this wrestling here, and I recognise a couple of them people. Yeah, that's really what it was, crazy. and it was like because yeah. my dad, God bless him, always used to call WCW WWC <laughs> instead of Big Carlos, w- Co- yeah. big, big Carlos <laughs> Cologne fan. <laughs> but he was like when Rick Flair came, he's like, I remember him from the WWC in WWF now. Oh, we lost Matthew. Oh, we lost him. Carlos Colon's <laughs> hacked the stream. That guy did it. All right, we'll move on with the next question. Uh, GTR sixty three says, "Not business later, but anything movies, TV, or otherwise you used to like, but are now turned off by due to their fan base or those involved with it." He says, "Brit Res doesn't count." Um, <laughs> he also asked about uh, how, how we approached the twenty four hour marathon. Mentioned that uh, that earlier as well. As far as uh, yeah, won't be changing my sleeping pattern. My sleeping pattern will be. Uh, as is. He also asks, I don't know if he's a fucking fortune teller. He asks about that, which we talked about. He also asks, did you ever go to, go to one of those fake WWF tribute shows? Oh, well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> heads of the curve. Um, genuinely didn't see those questions, and Matty won't have. Uh, amazing. Uh, but anyway, yeah, anything you've been turned off by the, uh, the fan base? Like, films and TV-wise and stuff. I don't think they're turned off by the fan base. I think the main thing that turns me off stuff is just that, like, insatiable desire to milk something to the absolute death of it kind of thing. And I think the X-Files was probably the first thing for me, like when I was younger that I was like proper into, but then it just became a big thing. If it was like, Oh, it's on lunch boxes. It's on like, you know, mm-hmm. fucking water bottles or whatever sort of thing. And then it just became quite clearly they were just churning summing out to just last for as long as they possibly could, because it had become so mainstream and things. And that's just something that's just been replicated so many times through, through my life. I, I just wish people on TV shows or people making TV shows just add like, right, this is a four series thing. There's 40 episodes and we've got a plan start to end. And then like mm. do it like lost, obviously being another one. Like I was a big, big lost fan getting fucking DVDs imported and things like that. So I could wow. be like watching it when it was on like the US TV and that. But again, that was just another one where it just felt like, come on, fucking have a plan. Don't, don't just milk this for. What, what I, so like... I went off then, sorry. <laughs> So we're talking about like best uh, TV movies, that type of thing that we've gone off due to like their fan base or those involved in it. Um, yeah, I, I think that, that to the point you're making, Gareth, like that, uh, what you call Severance I've been watching, like I was terrified that was going to be another one of them. But I was like, it's a great idea for a one season TV show that they are going to bleed into 12 seasons and lose the track of where they're going. So far, so good, to be fair, on the first series. But that happens so often. Um, yeah, for me, I'm trying to think like stuff that's been t- like those the fan base. Like I think like I think Rick and Morty is a good example. Of that. Like on its surface, it's a good show. But like the, the fan base around that's just so fucking off putting. You don't want to almost admit that you like it. I'm trying to think. There's a few things like that. And it come, and it come to your to your mind, Matty? No, not really. But I've been like put off by like the actual fans or like the mm, way the fans shit. or the people involved in it or like yeah, you, it turns you off for uh, for that reason. No, I'm probably the opposite, boys. I probably like say when yeah, something's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, like when, when something's good, like 
And then even though like the sequels or like the TV spin-offs or are shit, I'll still like them because I like the character. You know what I mean? Even mm. though I'm big on that, like I'm watching going through the Predators at the minute. I love the Predators, so I watch anything. But Alien yeah. v Predator Requiem is one of the worst films I've ever seen. But I love the Predators bits. You know what I mean? So it's like I love if you get what I love that like. Uh, I remember going to pictures for that and just been like walking in and going like, I'm paying money. I know this is going to be absolutely horrible, but I'm going to love every fucking second of it. But you got like the Predator alien hybrid. Yeah, there's a hybrid in that of like where they actually as one. And you think Mm. you could do so much with that, but it's so, it makes, because Alien v Predator is not great, but it makes that look like a five-star film because it's so bad, honestly. But you just love the characters, like, that type of thing, so I'm probably the opposite, Ben. <laughs> what comes to mind for me is like I thought you were gonna say then, and we've had this conversation, is like it's laddie stuff. It's like uh, Scarface is the best example. It's, oh, here we go. You, know, you don't want to admit that's a good every fucking you know it's scally. amazing though, Bello. It's got like uh, it's got a picture of him with like the coke laid out on the table, like on the wall. Oh no, you oh, is this what okay, this what I know what he means now by the you're question. Taking the wrong lesson from this film here. He's not a hero, and it's yeah. just like to the point where it's like you don't don't want to admit you're like Goodfellas for years. Like I wouldn't admit was I was like, Godfather's the intelligent. No, it's not. Like Goodfellas is a fucking great film. You know, like it's bad fan bases. It's like the it's the Breaking Bad fans who were like cheering for like Walt to like do murders by the end of it. And it was like I don't think you understand the story being told here. It's that he's becoming the bad guy. You know, you're not supposed to go, ah that bitch wife. She needs to fuck. No, the bitch wife is right. Like you know, you miss, you're completely missing the point of the show. You are. Sopranos was the same. Like people, people would literally watch it just to see you got killed next. You know, like uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm being a snow Ben made um made what made what it made Inception look like a. Top TV, Inception didn't it? <laughs> no, one, no one in their life has had the dream like an Inception. I know, I know I'm dying on a hill here saying Inception isn't realistic, but like oh, you want to see good. realistic dreams, to be honest. That's the best yeah. place you can see. Um, Rory asking this is a controversial question, and she's uh, she's left the room. <laughs> Who's the best, Steph? <laughs> I think I'm gonna say, <laughs> oh, that's, that's I mean, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stretch out. I've only met, I've only met Steph once, which is today, and she's. A great girl, obviously, but I've, I've got to, I've got to stick to my guns and stay my my staff. I've not otherwise, I'll get fucking, I'll go, I'll get fucking battered otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you said he was happy to meet you though. <laughs> For you, she said the best match. Is Matt Hardy back to me? Oh, I might take that back then. <laughs> But no, of course, Steph Dancer is the best Steph, in my opinion. Uh, Carl Gach, who's your favorite? Oh, Steph, Steph, man, maybe? No, no. I'm glad you just asked me to decide it, but... <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, we actually didn't, like, we didn't actually sit on the fence. We actually both said who we should have said there, but I like that one. <laughs> we know our own. We did, <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, somebody, we had a good few requests today, Gareth, for uh, Shooter Steph versus uh, Shooter Stare at some point, maybe, yeah. Maybe you grab the hour, we'll bring that together <laughs> at some point. Um, I, I don't think, I, I don't think Sarah's erased all memory of any wrestling ever out of her head. It's like, it's, <laughs> she's, just, she's just dumped that from her brain completely. It's just like, not even something she'll even have on the telly in the house anymore. So. That's what we should all do. Carl <laughs> uh, Gack asks, <laughs> uh, who's your favourite Joshi wrestler and when do we get to properly bury Brit Rez? Can anyone answer either of those questions? Joshi Brit Rez burial's coming. Carl's the whole house on that. Can't be able to get Carl on and he's always, you know. Okay, you know, we will do it. We'll get a few drinks. We'll set the world alight at some point. 
Any any favorite uh, female Japanese wrestlers? It's Tam Tam Nakano. Okay. Yeah. Did you say Bull Nakano? But anyway, uh, yeah, Gary. I was I was going to say Bull. Loved loved, loved a bit of Bull back in the day. Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll I'll just say you know in the in the phrase of Alan Partridge the. The best of stardom. That's my favourite stardom. <laughs> um, the noncy one. Um, top five DVD best of or compilation step that anyone's on. These questions are uh, bleeding into each other. That's from Chris. What? This is from you make. This is you make from you make Chris Platt. By the way, sorry, I should have. I buried the lead there, Matty. Top five DVD or best of slash compilation set that you own. Oh, that's. If we're talking. Unofficial, like you know, someone's made on the on the IWC and the forums and that. It's a lot there. Oh, that best of Hollywood blondes, not the porno, <laughs> the actual wrestling <laughs> one, is right up there. Though that is like that was the the first one I got off mic, and like it's got them against Steamboat Douglas, all the um, all them angles, flair for the old squash matches, all the interviews. It's unbelievable, grainy footage. I like it, proper stuff. That put that up there. Obviously, me. Best of the Shield, like 25 disca, everything they ever done. That's up there as well for the matches as well there. Well, mainly for the matches. Um, what else have we got? Got a Vader comp there. That's all right as well. The big fella. That's good. Um, Eddie Gilby. Got like a 14 disc of him, all his angles and that. That's good. And we'll end it with... What are we saying here? We'll just go the greatest WWE superstar of all time, Stone Cold Steve Austin official set. We'll say that as well for a fifth one. Got to put a bit of Steve in there, haven't we? <laughs> all come via Platt, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, thanks, Platt. Thanks, Chris. Oh, he had some sort of something to do with it, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're looking forward to ordering some more, Chris, mate. Soon. It was just after the free advertising there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a couple more left. Uh, Daniel Ball asks, would Matty prefer Cena Orton or Cena Edge in Cena's last WrestleMania match? If we're going on match quality, then it's got to be Cena versus Edge. Um, but Cena Orton probably be more fitting, even though I said last time they only had one really, like, they haven't really had that one mega match where I've seen of Edge. To me, I've had a few. So I'll probably go for Edge overall there just to see that one more time, yeah. But Orton is seen as more of a, you know, they push it on more of Cena and Orton don't need than Cena Edge, even though I do think Edge is seen as greatest rival. The only got him cheered in that time where he was getting hated. So, yeah, proper stuff there, boy. Sorry. Come on. Fuck off. No, Cody is the answer. Pass it the You're dying to see just that stare off in the middle of the match, Bero. <laughs> Be wanking myself into a stupor. Um, Zaid asks uh, if Eddie Kingston went to WWE, would he do a Gunther? I don't know what that means because, like, I, I I think he means it in the positive sense because I think Gunther's he's doing well. Like, you know, obviously we'd all rather see him somewhere else, and you know, not as well as I would, but you know, bring him in as the fucking top guy and he'd kill everyone. But the protecting him, he seems, you know, the presentation's good. He's having good matches on TV. Is the, don't you think he'll ever get hired in the WWE Intercontinental Champion? Do you think he'll ever get hired in that? With this company, you know, any more you're going to say? I mean, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> <laughs> Categorically, doesn't mean anything. No, Ricochet had it, mate. I mean, tells you everything. Trevor, um, Trevor, Trevor, man. Um, 
But no, I honestly, I, I don't know. Have you seen much of Gunther's WWE stuff, Matt? Yeah, I've seen is, is a you seen him de- de- destroying our truth on Raw, and then he slapped a good old Ludwig around, didn't he, on SmackDown just to put him in his place. So they've seen him better, and as you say, they, they, they're going to give him a big a big match at some point, like a really big one. I think you know, as you say, they're building him up, are they protecting him? So he will give him a big match soon, I think. I can't have it. I can't. I just can't have him walking around looking like Zack Sabre Senior. Just like just totally, just like it. Just it's just not. It's, it does look hard, not doesn't the same it? Fella. Does I can't. I can't even like because he's not even that tall. Like so, like when you look at him against some of the giants there with all that, all the. Mm. I don't know. He's just not not the same guy. Even like an edge though, he's like six foot four, six foot five. He'll like look the same as him only, or an Orton. It will tower on him maybe. But yeah, it'd be interesting anyway to see. But I but, but, to the question though, yeah, is it if. I mean, I just don't think Eddie Kingston ever goes to the beast. Forty already. No, he, he won't like now. that type of wrestler. You know, NXT is dead. You know, the NXT that we knew. I can't see a scenario where he winds up. I would have seen him in the NXT, the old NXT, Ben. Yeah, I could have seen him there. You know, if that was still a thing, he could have fitted in there. But I mean, yeah. it's easy to to throw shots at them and go, ah, oh, they wouldn't have seen what they had. They need to come in as a manager. <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> he you. That's what happened there. Yeah, he did. He's trying yeah. to bury him outside know, the cold Made him like the Phoenix Pentagon, buried him within that story, is what I, I, I meant. But like, yeah, you know, he fought out of it and he, you know, rose. Imagine him, imagine Eddie Kingston in NXT with Jim Smallman writing for him. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be like me, oh, I've seen the Wu Tang Clanning in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see it happen. And even if he did, yeah, I don't think at this point. Um, I think it'd, be, it'd shock me if he did anything there. Uh, Will Cooling. Asks, will Boris Johnson be staying? It's not. Will, will, will Boris Johnson be staying on as prime minister until fifth of September? Does that mean he's going to outlast Vince? I mean, Boris Johnson outlasts Vince, doesn't he? I'm oh, sorry, Vince outlasts Boris. Johnson. Yeah, Vince outlasts Johnson. Vince mm. Yeah, Vince will outlast Johnson. And on that note, I've worried the first bit. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I'll probably say yeah, just guessing, and quote me on that whenever it, it, it happens. We'll get you and Will on. We haven't had you and Will on the same podcast, have we, at any point? I mean, I've been waiting for it, Ben. Steph's a big fan. Not this one. Well, actually, this one is too. too yeah, yeah. Oh, Steph loves it. She'd absolutely just love that audio. She'd absolutely mm-hmm. live for it, though. So we'll have to make that happen, even if it's a bonus, Ben, one day. That. Just us talking. It'll just be great, won't it? <laughs> you know what Different I mean? Views, yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't both be talking, it'd be Will talking, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. every now and then. <laughs> Love him. Love him, though. Uh, my my uh, son was arguing with him. Yeah. Oh, my God, they had some... There were some moments there where she was going to reach through the screen and slap him. He was uh, lucky to be so far away. It's the only time I've seen Will go quiet sometimes, though. I was thinking, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mate. Uh, we love us some Will Cooling. Big Will Cooling fan, aren't you, Steph? Yeah. Yeah, see? Big fan? Yes. Everyone is? Yes. That's all. Okay. <laughs> we'll, get him, yeah, we'll definitely have to get him on, Ben. Magic, so... What? Daddy Magic. Oh, yeah. Did you see Will kicking off at, um, on, on Twitter the last week or so with the Daddy Magic promo and all of that? Yeah, we didn't mention that, actually, with the uh, Blood and Gut stuff. Mm. Oh, poor Will. He gets himself into trouble. That's what he does. Uh, <laughs> speaking of getting into trouble, Zach, he asks... Uh, 
why is Santino so willing to make Marty Scale a thing again? I seen that before and didn't watch it, so I thought I'm not getting involved in that. I'd seen it before though on Twitter, wasn't it? It was always gonna happen. Um dunno. Did you have anything to say, Gareth? <laughs> you hope that I take this bullet. Go with go WE for his daughter as well. Andy Andy using his daughter. Or where are they going to use it? I'm not too sure. I think there was something going on there. Yeah, yeah I didn't read into that either. Mm. It's one of them that you just look at and you just think, why? Like that's yeah. it. Like like you just look at it and you just why? Like mm. really? What what what? Like what are you going to gain I from think, this? Nothing. What you, I think what's it going to take? What's it, what's it going to take away from your business? Lots. Like yeah. just fucking leave it. Let it lie. I think there's enough American fans though who just don't care. Like there's enough people who do the whoop whoop still thing and stuff and all of that. It's probably a market there. I don't know. It's a hard one because like I, I you know I don't I don't know what the answer is. You know, like you know, I not getting too deep into the weeds, but you know, with with my job that I do, you know, we have to vet people, and you know, there are some people who you don't let. You know, you wouldn't want working with kids ever again, and there are some people who you might go, okay, you know, it's been so long, we'll give them a shot type of thing those types of realistic decisions do happen in life and they're uh, you know as terrible and awful as what marty did was you know is that a line with that compared to you know even more serious cases maybe there's a day where you know people want to see him wrestle again but i don't know i think the uh the, the backlash is going to be what like you're saying Gareth, worse than the uh you know the gains you get from booking somebody like that you know it's just yeah I don't is know the why juice worth is the juice worth the squeeze as the older mm. like yeah that, that's the question that's it. any more positive ones here ben <laughs> moving on yeah um thanks to um you and asks uh shag marry kill oh we got lucky's alone arty jcvd and stallone Oh, I love these. Um, and after Mary, oh, it's a hard one. This, you know, this is really, really hard. You've got to think of the. I think I, I couldn't marry Van Damme because he's too wild. He's absolutely wild, isn't he? So I might even have to push Van Damme over the edge here, which is pains me. And then I'd have to marry Stallone and Shagani. That's what I'd do. Yeah, I think I'd settle on that. So Arnie, because he's you know proper hunkiny, and then to marry Stallone because he seems more level-headed and more more coin. Dare I say of Rocky Rap, more coin than Arnie? Do you reckon, Gareth? I'd say do Stallone. Reckon, do you think Stallone's? Oh, I don't know, dear. What do you reckon, Ben? Who's got more dollar? I would say on reflex, I want to say Arnie. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I've got reactions, Arnie. But, yeah, yeah. Arnie's would have been more in old money, wouldn't it? Like Stallone has had success even recently. Creed and all them. Yeah, and that's probably making him bank, isn't it? But and Arnie like was getting like 30 Rockies... mil back in the 80s, though, Ben. That, I don't know it's old money, but it's still a lot of old money, that. With stuff like Rocky, like you would imagine Stallone is like... A legacy, that's what I mean, yeah. That, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm, tough one. That is a tough one, but I'd go with that. Mary Stallone, Shagani, unfortunately, off Van Damme. Too wild. <laughs> I, 
yeah. I think I'd marry, I'd probably marry John Claude. I'm, I'm probably the biggest fan of him of the three, so I'd like, I'd happily spend my life with him. You have um, sleepless nights, yeah, but not in the good way. <laughs> if it's crime, Arnie, you know, he was, he was in good shape. I'll, I'll oh, proper home. Look, I've been watching, I watched Twins the other night, mate. Them shorties rocking in twins, lad. They crack me up every time. Just no need for the biggest calves of all time. And these, like, green, like, suit shorties wearing all the way through it. They're fucking great, mate, honestly. Oh, I'm going the other way. I'm marrying Arnie. Ah, yeah, we've all got yeah. yeah, yeah. Different. I'm marrying Arnie. I'm uh, Shagging Van Damme. Just Colin the fl- flexibility, on, yeah. flexibility on Van Damme there. And still in the yeah. <laughs> Still owns a fake blue shite, isn't he? So, oh yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> he can get off. You might say like he's another one, like the amount of like Evertonians. I know we've got that picture on the wall of like Stallone at like a, a, a Goodson Park with his. Uh, with Gotta his forgive, forget there. about Van Damme's flexibility, though, lad. That should have been first call to call there for me. It's <laughs> important. Um, I'm saying that John Claude Van Damme would be a good lover, wouldn't he? I can imagine he'd be good at it. You know? Oh, no, Benny, he's a, I reckon he'd just be one of them just telling you what you want to hear and then moving on. Do you know what I mean? Where Stallone's more compassionate. Stallone was the only one who sold in his films as well. Arnie and Van Damme didn't sell. Stallone was selling, always selling, like. And he, 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 he <laughs> get you right involved emotionally, Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> Love Stallone. Uh, just that stuff. Oh, she's gone. I thought she might have a take on that. Um... Sean asks, uh, he's asked before, so for Matty, best British sitcoms? Oh, yeah, Porridge uh, always comes to the top of me in the list. Love the Royal Family as well. It Only Fools, One Foot in the Grave, Blackadder, The Fade, though, as mad as that. That's a, I reckon that's a proper wild call, Blackadder, The Fade is the best Blackadder, because I reckon the IWC goes four and one. Four, or four and two, maybe. Four. Yeah, everyone yeah, likes four and four, yeah, one I literally like know three. Like I could read you the script without it even being in front of me. Number three, I just love that whole scene. Three is which one is three? The Tudor one where yeah. like he's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. brilliant. Where he's the butler. It's setting. I never liked that as a kid. As no, a kid. I, I, no, I, no, I know. I usually didn't then, but I love that. So I just mm-hmm. love the one with the uh, with Stephen Fry and Robbie Coltrane, Samuel Pepys, isn't it? That's sausage. Sausage. <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah. There you go. Cracked Matty up, Sean. Uh, he also asked, he says, yeah, you still love the IC championship. Um, who do we think was the best IC champions? The definitive uh, Intercontinental champions. He says well, Sean Razor Breath. I mean, I think Mr. Perfect, isn't it? Honky Tonk Man, longest name. Mr. Perfect, the one that comes to mind when I was first a kid. Then it's Brett, Sean, Razor, Ramon, who's a great champion. Mm-hmm. Going into like, can we go into more modern eras? The Miz was a was a good one. The people don't want to say it, but he was. Who else? Gareth Lopez. When? When? <laughs> when? We talk, we're talking about Mr. Perfect and Brett Hart, and you roll out The Miz. Randy Orton was a good IC champ when he had it in 2004. Cody Rhodes, he brought the white IC back though, didn't he? Cody. So he gets he gets props for that. But the Miz tried to bring prestige back to it um in about 2016, 17 and that. But yeah, you go Mr. Perfect, aren't you? Really? He's the you know. I'd say. I know you're gonna say that, Gareth. Rick Rude for that little brief run he had. Yeah. yeah. Look good the belt, didn't he? 
Perfect. I never liked Rick Rude with the long hair, you know. I, I couldn't take him. I liked him with the short back and sides. He looked like an Ardenock with the short hair, didn't he? Like, Yeah, he looked like, I don't know, like a porn star. Well, I don't have to give it, but he did literally look like a porn star with, with the long hair, like. Tom Selleck. I, I, I go perfect, though. As much as I like Breton, as much as I like Rude, like perfect with that icy belt, just yeah. just right about the world when he was the icy mm. champion. Yeah. Which is mad as well, because in our like memories, like these are like big important runs or whatever. They all last like what three months, six months. Mr. Like, perfect uh, is literally no, he's longer. He has two reigns. Perfect. He's like over a year in two reigns, so mm-hmm. he did go longer. But I know what you mean. It's like that way on telly every week. Like Raw was it? It was like you didn't see him for months, so it was like it felt like about three months. Ben, you know what I mean? So oh yeah, yeah. They were the days. Um. Another bikey asks uh, is one John Claude or Rob for best Van Dam. Oh, with that shoot interview, Ben's got to be Rob, hasn't it? That night was just every time I see him, I think about that night. You know what a fucking night that me was. You, me, you, and him in a pub having a great time. Ah, oh, unbelievable stuff, mate. He was sound though. What he just telling everything. I literally asked him and everything, Gareth. You know, literally everything. Wonder how uh, wrestlers get the oh, uh, journalists get the wrestling sources. Just speak to a fucking wrestler. They'll probably tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> you get the right one. <laughs> he was going to ring like that Mark Carano, wasn't he? And even Vincent. He had uh, everyone's number ready to go, didn't he? Bam, bam. Mm-hmm. He, he was just, he was fucking sad, man. He was proper. What a fella. I like to hope he remembers me. Or us, even. <laughs> yeah, remember well, yeah, he will. I was asking about the Hungry, Hungry Hippos segment he done with Kane. You know, it was like the in-joke on like Triple H. Can't remember how they wrote it. It was like, you like Hunger and Hunger, pose the game, but it's H-H-H or something. And he was loving that, like, when I was asking about that. <laughs> Top man. I still, I, still, I still love a bit of John claude so I don't know. Oh, oh he was great until uh, the, form- the WWE formula um, wore him down. And, you know, he had that fun little, uh, you know, ECW revamp run and stuff. But, but he's I, that, know, he's I think a lot of WWE stuff was very famous. John Claude, though, Gareth, going back to the splits, that charisma where he's just doing the splits on red carpets, though. I mean, you just don't get that stars now, do you? <laughs> this is boring walking up. Just yeah. doing splits on the red carpets. Po- too, <laughs> too polished. In the you want, nut, <laughs> you want a nut coming out just doing fucking wild shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> Double just denim cut off as well. <laughs> just got a writing vote, by the way, for uh, for Shag Marry Kill before Steph says she'd, uh, she'd marry Jean-Claude, uh, Shag Stallone and Kill Arnie. So there you go. We've we we had all three different ways here of everyone. We've had every variation there, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> Don't like Jean-Claude anymore. Um, I'm moving on, Sean Manners. What was your favourite, and it's the last question, this, morning youth culture TV show going up? His was Soccer AM. Um, and WWE with the, uh, the must-see shows for his uh, friends and him. But yeah, best uh, youth culture type TV show. Well, was that with includes live and kicking and stuff like that? Yeah, I just did youth. So my actual overall show was Saved by the Bell growing up. I've still got the DVDs. Like, love them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go back to them. Love that. But the one growing up, I was always live and kicking over the one that was on ITV. But then SMTV come in a bit, didn't it? But yeah, live and kicking was the one. Like, I just remember Scott mm-hmm. All being on that one and just... Being <laughs> I don't know. But he's quite charming for like for a completely wasted, hungover uh, yeah. man. Uh, Sean Michaels, yeah. you remember seeing on it? I remember thinking that was cool. Like, 
I don't know. I think even as like a 12 year old, I knew 1996 WWF wasn't on the level of like Hulk Hogan WWF. So I remember feeling like it was an achievement that like Sean was allowed to be on like proper TV, you know, be on like. Do you know what? Day. The Big Breakfast wasn't youthful, but I remember I always used to watch that. And I remember Hogan and Macho Man when they were in WCW <laughs> being on the Big Breakfast on the bed with like Paul O'Grey, Lily Savage, or like Paula Yates or something. But, <laughs> It's just so random. I'm sorry just to go off with you. You know what I've been watching on YouTube, just going on random shows. I've been watching episodes and best of. Remember the weird Gareth on Channel 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It oh. is fucking how that made it. just wouldn't make hair now. It's just, it's unreal. Some of the stuff they had on there, mate. Oh, no. like, I just always remember like my, because I'd be, you know, God, I'd be teenager, mid teens, whatever. You'd be going when, out when, then? When, when, yeah, you, and like, but you just have shit like, you'd be sat watching it and they'd be like, some 16 year old licking some eight year old woman's armpit or something like that just to get on telly and like my dad walking yeah. in the room and just like looking at me like I was just the biggest fucking loser in the world like why are you wasting <laughs> your time watching this, watching shit? this shit yeah I'm uh, buzzing off it laughing like you're responsible off. for it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like Ollie Reed's interview he's just not have you ever seen that one he's just he's not saying anything he's just literally bubbling and like Nirvana were on it. Did you watch like, Nirvana on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just fucking unbelievable stuff. Like it's just mm. groundbreaking show, really. But going back to you for Ozone, I remember that. I was always what was you ITV or CBBC after school? Do you remember that? I was CBBC. Yeah, I think BBC. Oh, do you say that the IWC one? The IWC one. The ITV was the one, mate. <laughs> See, I'd say that now because Fun House, Finders Keepers, uh, nah, BBC, BBC. Justice Giants. Too serious for me, Gareth. That, or you know, you have the fun stuff like Heart yeah. Attack, Fun House. You had like Grange Hill, Biker Grove, Grange like, Hill, Biker Grove. They were they were boss. You get you get as far as like Blue Peter, and then it'd be like more school kind of thing. Like that, yeah, yeah. like it'd be older I, don't as want, it got I don't want I don't want more school, but like nah, yeah. BBC was yeah, a bit classy with its. One. Uh, Grange Hill and Biker and that. Like, ITV was just cheap to me. A lot the of them, Demon Ed like. Master, mate. Scary as a kid, that. <laughs> I, 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 I was probably about 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> For people minding your age, though, Matty, is the answer not Nickelodeon? You know, or Trouble? No, that, no, that's where we go into the proper stuff. Sky One never worked for me with all their mm. stuff. But Nickelodeon, the run of Never Be Beaten was Sister Sister, Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel, Moesha. No, I was never Moesha. I was always sister, sister, Keenan and Kel. Oh, what was the other big one? Clarissa explains it all. was good as well. But mm. Keenan and Kel, but Saved by the Bell was, was me, like, what a fucking show. In my top five TV yeah. shows of all time. Like, oh, not, 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 not scared um, to say um, that. Like. Matt, Matt, have you ever watched the YouTube show, Zach Morris's Trash? Like, mm. get nah. on, if you love you safe by the bell, get on and watch. Like, Zach is it Morris a proper show with him on? It's bad, nah, like, someone does it and they like go through old episodes of Safe by the Bell and they just point out what an asshole Zach Morris is. Like, going through where he's like, you know, manipulating girls into like just oh, yeah. him or just like, just like manipulating all these people's at the slumber parties. Scarif and all that. He was like, yeah, he was, a, like he was a, fucking it's a five minute show, it's, it's like a five minute yeah. show, but they do like separate episodes, like the. And then they like recap it all at the end and like do a bit. He'd always like get Screech to do his dirty work as well. So Screech would get caught out and he got away. Oh, he was the biggest app. When you look at it now, black and white, he was the biggest asshole, wasn't he? Watch the show, he'll fucking laugh your head off. Yeah, 
boss. Game. But I haven't watched the new. I haven't watched the new stuff. The new Say by the Bell because that's on Hulu or Peacock. Even. Yeah, we were looking last night. Like I think Say by the Bell came up on like the Google thing. Yeah, it's we brand new. They're all in it. Like yeah, yeah. The ones with Zach and me. I might do, but it'll tarnish I, it. Because even I love the college years though, and I, I love the college years as well. Fucking love that. I, I hated the new class, but like the one no, thing I'll say. No, the first season, Ben. The first season's yeah. good with Weasel, That's good. But then everything else after that, shocking. Yeah. But they, they did that though. Like that's the biggest thing I'd say. Credit Saved by the Bell. They, how many times did they remake it? Not just in them, but like, even like Hang Time and California Dreams. Like half of their episodes were just Saved by the Bell scripts repurposed. Like Peter the Engel, isn't it? He'd done all mm. them. That Peter Engel Productions used to love California Dreams. Sweet Valley Eye. Mm. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, Bet it was. but like I'm with, I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> no trouble was good. Trouble. What did trouble have as well as Sweet Valley? What was like its main shows? Like I must Hang time, um, Hang time. It was fresh. Oh, everyone on there. used to love it, didn't he? Uh, what was it called? Everyone used to love it with Wayans, with the thing oh, Wayans. Uh, my wife and kids. Yeah, I never liked that. Never liked mm, it. I like that. Mm. It had fresh prints as well. Trouble, the reruns of that. Um, I just, I just well, don't know any of these references. You're about thirty-two, and these come out, Gareth. <laughs> I'm just not watching them, mate. In the house with LL Cool J, used to watch that. Oh, oh you mate, you used to watch that, you know. Yeah, cool. One, you had, you had one pant leg up, you know. That was the coolest thing about. Do, do you remember you know, Malibu yeah. CA as well? That was a worldie as well. I don't think I like that. Yeah, I don't think I was. Do you like that one? I think that was Engels last like year, Harada. I was, I was, I was hang, hanging with Mr. Cooper and, and Blossom. <laughs> Blossom? The Wonder Years, Gary. No, the Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Different Strokes, was you a fan different of that? Strokes. That was, that was good. Yeah, was different Strokes back in the day. Wonder Years, though. Boss. Was that really good, boss. was it? That oh, myth, Gary, in it, that proper age myth that Madeline Manson was in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that myth. Yeah, Paul Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The trouble I've ground up for life. I don't remember that. Don't ring, it doesn't ring a bell. Uh, weird science, yeah. I, I remember that. Weird science, yeah. The I remember show. the. I've heard of the name ground up for life, but Keenan and Kel say by the bell. Keenan and Kel was phenomenal. It really mm. was phenomenal stuff, lah. Mm. And that rumor that Kel died as well for years. I used to read that myth in school <laughs> that Kel got killed. Used to break me heart. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a whole series of Keenan season of Keenan Kelly never at least didn't show in Nickelodeon when I was like of age watching it. Like maybe they just didn't buy the rights to it and stuff. Like I was thinking maybe I'll watch it as an adult, but it probably won't. It, it probably won't live up to the uh, the memories of twelve uh, year old Ben. Keenan, well, thinking about it, Ken Forry, the dad, Keenan's dad, who's in like you know, he's in like Leatherface and fucking, is he in Night of the Living Dead? One of them. Yeah, one of them yeah, films. yeah. Ken yeah. Forry, he's absolutely hilarious, mate. Proper like legend in Keenan and <laughs> Well, on that note, that's the uh, the last of the questions. So I wonder, wonder how many stuck with you know not a very uh, wrestling centric podcast this week. But it, I, I apologise to anyone who wants some proper wrestling there, boys. But he got you talking time. seriously about Vince McMahon for uh, twenty five minutes. I can't believe me under the bus for that. <laughs> 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 well, good stuff. Thank you to uh, to Martin for joining us earlier. Thank you, Steph. Of course. For Looking us. forward to Gareth. That first pick, mate. Just don't pick Roman, lad. That's all I'm saying. I've told yeah. you, I'm going to look you deep in the eyes and pick him. Because I was going to give something away. I was, um, if, I, if I do end up with Roman, he might do one of those. Uh, remember when Triple H used to wrestle five times on that SmackDown years ago? 
he just might be in every match on Ricardla. So just... <laughs> <laughs> could see that coming. Oh, but anyway, on that note, yeah, we've uh, just run over time over the uh, the mythical uh, three hours. So we'll we'll call it a day here for the uh, the regular podcast. But yeah, patrons, we'll, we'll stick around for a minute or two just as we uh, put the uh, the title on it. Matty, we had the KFU at twelve o'clock. Uh, not long ago, and it's ten past. Oh, long, boys. So. We won't be on long. I'm only, uh, we'll... I'm only in training tomorrow. I mean, I'll, I'll be absolutely shattered, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll crack on, won't I? YOLO, as they say. Do they still say that? <laughs> the kids, YOLO. <laughs> well, any plugs before we go, lads? Patreon for all the stuff I mentioned earlier. AWU review coming up with uh, me, Gareth, and, uh, and JP. Definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. Anything else, Gareth? Download the app. Download the app. There you go. He's back. Just when they thought, yeah, that again. Uh, Matty Edit Review. Yeah, just the usual. Twitter, Matty Edit 86, and everyone, like, please listen and donate on Saturday if you can, and uh, for a good cause. And looking forward to you, Benno, uh, being ultra professional for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah, it should be good. Get your money in the uh, the links will be uh, in the uh, in the below uh, of the description of the uh, the episode. The just given link that uh, the Martin set up and yeah, come uh, tune in with us at the weekend. But yeah, other than that, that's it for another show. We will catch you again next week. Ta-da. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>